Blog Talk Radio. Lose the 
to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. For everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. This is No The Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed. This is your host, Brother Blue Pill. Okay. I am joined by my co-host, Brother Red. Give me one second. Let me go to the line. Bring your brother in. Call it from 347. Chill. Peace. Peace, peace. What's good with you? What's good with you? Family. Oh, man. All is well. Peace to the family. Welcome to Nova Ledge Radio. This is your co-host, The Red Pill. Greetings. <laughs> Greetings. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, family. Um, if you haven't noticed, we started, uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it, quote-unquote, uh, late. You know what I'm saying? We just started on a different time. It's hard for me to say late. <laughs> the sun is still up. There's still a lot of activity out here. I'm back in L.A. I did get back from New Mexico today, so, you know, that kind of threw me off. I had a lot of running around and readjusting to do. So I do apologize if the family was on, you know, local technical time of 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, but nonetheless, we are here live and direct. Okay, okay. Talk about it. How was uh, New Mexico? New Mexico? New Mexico. Um, it, was, it was an experience. You know what I'm saying? It was an experience that I would like to show in pictures, you know, but still I'm going to be short on words because as I've been trying to express, you know, as Mama Pill expressed the other day on the radio, it's very hard to um, properly translate these experiences in word. The only thing that we can leave the family with is there's a, a need and a necessity for everyone to get out there and travel. You know what I'm saying? you got to see these things and experience them for yourself. Like, even as we was walking through South Central today, and just commenting to one another, you know what I'm saying, about the um the misconceptions, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. What 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 exactly would you uh, be talking about in terms of misconceptions, if you don't mind me? You know asking. how they be like how they be like, yo, um, when you go to Atlanta, oh, man, son, when you go to Atlanta, it's the friendliest people in the world. Like, the South just welcomes you with open arms. 
and they so friendly. <laughs> Everywhere that you go, people be greeting you, and, you know, they got the kindest things to say. <laughs> Families, okay? Post Freak Nick, that shit does not exist in the South. I am sorry, okay? Atlanteans don't stand. They cannot stand your ass if you're from the East, if you're from up North, for that matter, or down South. As oh, what you talking about? Pointed out, you know, yeah. or down north. Down north is the more appropriate, uh, you know, terminology, because geographically wise, you know, Atlanta is a lot higher than New York on a map. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but so hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, let me explain something. There's a lot of nasty attitudes in the South. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if you could attribute that. To all the soy that they eat and all the weather, you know what I'm saying, um, um, or the grid, or just a lot of different things that's in the mix, you know what I'm saying, or, or their frustration, you know, the women can't get men. And men. I, hey, I, I'm sorry, I'm not touching nah, man, you know you're going to get beat up for that one. Look, B, <laughs> I don't know. Hold on, let me finish, man. All right. And then you can say what you got to say. You know, pardon me, y'all. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in my right moments. I'm starting right now. I, but yeah, and it hurt my heart because I would experience it vicariously by observing other people's interactions. You know, we had um, different means and channels of communication and relationship with Atlanta. So people were always friendly to us when we went down there. So when I'm speaking, I'm not even generally speaking for myself. I was watching how they was dealing with other people, people that may have been around me or people that were down there on their own and they just wasn't receiving the same kind of love which should have been afforded to them irregardless of whether they had a radio show or 5,000 friends on Facebook or not. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're going to be nice and kind to people, or if, if you're going to be inviting, that should extend to people, period. But my mother pointed something out, and she says, you know, a lot of what people receive or they don't receive is a direct correlation to what it is that they're giving off or who they are. You know, this is all about energy. So we were observing how the things that people say about the South are what you will find in L.A., People are very, very courteous out here. And I want to point out, the more into the hood that you get, the more courteous and polite and nice they are. You know what I'm oh, saying? I, I don't mean nice by stupid. I mean nice by inviting, um, courteous in terms of when the women see you, especially the older women, you know, they are, um, have a good day. How are you? You know, they they spark up conversations, they're not grabbing their purses, you know what I'm saying, they're not looking at you crazy. You think Kendrick you know did me? that? Kendrick, yeah, Kendrick might have had something to do with that. Okay. But they have manners out here, and the fact that a lot of them were transplanted from the South, I would say that they have a lot of Southern manners out here. You feel me? Those particular things are still intact, and you can see the hurt and the disparity on the faces of the people even the homeless people are courteous to me out here. You know what I'm saying? Now, but I, I get that a lot of places that I go, you know what I'm saying? So 
that's not that's not just um you know indigenous to this particular landscape, but you know the 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 people that's burnt out, you can tell it you know they've been through some things you know, probably abuse drugs or what have you, you know, when when that situation was real thick out here, they still have a level of courtesy. I'm talking about it'd be the dude that's laid out on the ground, lying on, you know what I'm saying, lit, and I'm walking by, and be like, it's good, brother, peace. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's hard to explain. You got to experience it, and I don't know if this is just a direct reflection of who I am or what I'm giving off. But people are very courteous out here on Crenshaw, you know what I'm saying? And the more that you go into the other settings, it gets a little bit more artificial. You feel me? Yeah. Hold on. It's a little bit more plastic. So I'm talking about talking about Cali, I'm talking about LA in particular. You know, um New Mexico, you know what I'm saying? Uh it was the same thing. A lot of the more downtrodden people, you know what I'm saying? And when I say downtrodden, I just mean that when you look at somebody, you could tell that they've been beaten up by life. You know what I'm saying? They, they went through some things that have taken their toll on either the people's psyche or, you know, that particular thing that people are, are able to hold their head high about. But I'm coming yeah. through with the copper on and everything. And they was just squaring up, and, you know, they were courteous. They was just, we was kicking it, we were speaking and everything. So we was able to connect, you know. I was able to ask some things about what was going on in their community and, yeah. build, you know, build those bridges and have those communications as I was going into the other areas, you know what I'm saying, where, you know, people might have, because I was doing business out there as well, not just going there for um you know, for my spiritual purposes, for the Equinox, I took the opportunity to do some business in regards to the rare gems and stones and everything of that nature. So those settings were a little bit more upper crust because New Mexico is somewhere where they keep the culture intact. So everywhere that you go is Pueblo houses, adobe houses and things of that nature. Um, the architecture is just beautiful. They incorporate the colors into everything. So they kept the culture intact, but the indigenous people are not in control. The European, you know what I'm saying, is in control all the way. So, you know, when I was going into those particular settings, you know what I'm saying, I had to demand my respect and I was getting it as well, just based on how I was moving and the energy that I was moving with and, you know, what I, how I was putting it down. They never seen nobody looking like me. I'm like, I jumped off a spaceship out that yacht or something. So it was it was some very, very, very interesting oh, not, interaction. Brothers is not all copper everything out there. Nah. The whole thing uh, with them is man. like they just don't pay melanated carbonated people no mind. You know, New York is different, like, you know what I'm saying? They go out of their way to let you know you feel me, how they feel about you. And sometimes some 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 somehow in the south as well, you know what I mean. But certain places like out west, they just act like you know niggas don't just don't exist. Oh, you know what you I mean? mean? Yeah, they just. You mean the Caucasians? Yeah, the Caucasians. Like in New York, they'll follow you in the store and everything. They'll be on your back. Out there, 
they'll just pay you no mind, like you ain't even in the spot. Oh. So that might be inviting to some that people. Is, or, that, is that a good or bad thing? It could be both. It could be both, you know. All right, but now get all, back to the South thing. We got to talk about it because, you know. Okay. You 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 know you haven't you haven't stayed down there longer than I have in I in your lifetime, and I realized that you know, I guess it's a geodetic thing, like whatever the grid is at the bottom of your foot, it doesn't really lock into that grid per se on the planet. You know what I mean? That latitude longitude line, and that's cool. You know that's why you weren't that's why you you weren't pulled to the south. I guess the way that I was pulled to the south. Uh, mainly Atlanta and Miami throughout the years. But uh, you mentioned something about the lack of Southern hospitality and the, um, you know, the misconceptions that the South has. And I would agree to an extent, to an extent, the extent that I would disagree to, to the extent that I would agree to would be that, yes, Post, you know, I would say post-exodus, there has been a shift in certain areas such as, especially in a, it started, you know, of course, in places like Atlanta and the Carolinas, well, mainly like the big cities like Atlanta. But you have to keep in mind that for about a decade, and a half, there was a lot of things that were going on in terms of the relationship between, you know, brothers, especially brothers, more so than sisters, but brothers coming from New York and finding these quiet towns, tying them down, boosting the crime rate, you know what I mean, and almost, you know, collapsing a lot of uh, the traditions. That You know what I mean? Like, they, they kind of invaded. There was an invasion upon what we call Southern hospitality, you know what I mean, during the quote-unquote, you know, crack era, you know what I mean, the Willie era, the, the throw it in the trunk, hit a town up, you know what I'm saying, catch some bodies and stuff like that. And I'm not just saying it was that. That was the only reason. But there has been a sort of, yeah, there's been sort of a disconnect. We know that Atlanta is a hub where there's a lot of people from different places there. And the, the people who are native to the city you know, and this is just my experience, and also in Miami as well, they're very hospitable. You know what I'm saying? There's still an open arm policy. They'll still invite you in to feed you and chop it up and kick it with you. But because of a lot of situations that took place, a lot of people from the south look at people from the north, you know, they, they have a lot to say about, you know, their their perceptions of brothers and sisters from the north. You know what I mean? And it's all, all the time it's not positive, but it's not, you know, sometimes they may be a little correct in their observations, but everybody is not the same. You feel what I'm saying? That's the same way to say, like, you know, the people, all people from the South are not hospitable towards, you know, that it's a misconception that in Atlanta or places in deeper in the South, especially like Tennessee, you know what I mean? Alabama, Mississippi. I really oh, feel my, like my, none hey, of that. Yeah, none of, that's kinfolk. Like, none of that has left. That's still a very warm, inviting, 
family oriented. They didn't lose certain I, values. Yeah. I, you heard me. I said Atlanta. I said there's a common yeah. perception about Atlanta that people mm-hmm. have that may have been outlived because it it definitely held its ground when I used to go to Atlanta of the, the early to the mid-90s. Things change. Every time I go to Atlanta, there's something different in terms mm-hmm. of the mood of the people, how receptive they are, what they're willing to um, be inviting to as opposed to what they're not, and how they just, you know, how the game has just changed them in particular. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I really think, again, like I said, because I, I've been studying the effects on on soy and how soy changes people, how it makes them more and more plastic and less receptive in terms of you just not feeling that particular vibe. Now, there's some homegrown people that are always going to be homegrown so close to the earth, you feel me, that nothing is going to change that particular dynamic, but I can't help but notice, like, it's just weird energy in the A in regards to how people connect and correlate to one another and, and, and just the shit where you be cool when you're in somebody's face and you go next door, you know what I'm saying, you you leave Tassilis and go to the barbershop and there's some weird shit going. You know what I mean? Like, it's it just it's weird, man. Like, I, I was there long enough to notice it, and I'm going to speak on mm-hmm. it. And that don't, for one minute, don't mean that I don't love Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? We will be back in Atlanta very soon. We got a show about Atlanta coming up. Next week, KT the Arc degree is going to be bringing some information. He's down in the A. Mama from the A. My sister's in the A. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love Atlanta. You know what I mean? But that don't mean that there ain't no weird, uninviting energy there. And what people expect in terms of how they've been programmed to say, when you go to Atlanta and it's so inviting and hospitable, that is not there. What I experience no, here in yeah. L.A., People are inviting. Listen, like, mm-hmm. here, here's the thing. That's what I'm saying because it's key. Like, let's say I got my jewelry on. Rather than somebody just compliment me about my jewelry, they'll be like, oh, you can sell your jewelry over here. You can sell your jewelry over here. You can take it over there. They got something out over there. So they not only are open in terms of compliments, but they also extend hands and give you information that will help you, you know, develop a uh, you know, your game, just build your thing up. They're not just leaving you like, oh, you just, you know what I'm saying, yeah, your, your thing is cool and everything. Like, people are willing to help. And that's what I'm saying. That has, that particular um, extension of courtesy is something that people attribute only to the South. I'm just saying I've been able to experience that here in the West as well. Okay? No doubt. No doubt. And one thing that I can say where I could concur with what you said earlier is that I did, you know, I've I've on many occasions had people hightail out of Atlanta on the next thing smoking saying, you know, this shit was, uh, it was like, um, you know, like somebody sold me a lemon, you know what I mean? Like, this was a false advertisement when they told us about this black Mecca, you know what I mean? When they told us about this black utopia that's called Atlanta and this place where everybody is 
prospering, you know, prosperous and living abundantly and stuff like that. And they're like, you know, like, for those that can see, family, I'm not, you know, for those that can see, for those who have eyes that can see and ears that can hear, when you step forth in that perimeter, that town, because that's what it is, it's not even a city, it's a town, it's a big circle, you know, you'll realize if you pay close attention that that's not a black city or Moorish, Aboriginal, whatever you want to call it. It's not Lemuria. Damn sure it's not Atlantis. You know, uh, the Caucasians rule from outside of the perimeter, even some inside, you know, and they're lackeys. They have people who um, uh, primarily uh, on the fraternal orders. Um, the boule, that's where you see that boule thing in full effect that Bobby was talking about. Um, a lot of the homosexuals are in bed it's with Greek, the Caucasians. It's a Greek dynasty. That it's a Greek dynasty. There you go. God darn it! It is. It is Ptolemy. It is a a Ptolemy vision. You know, it's straight out of a, a, a Alexander the Great book in a way. And keep in mind that you have millions of people who went down there to buy into the idea of a black city and a black utopia, and that is what they work towards. And that's what they, you know, that's what they come down there with on their mind 24-7. This is the ideal that they have. This is what they this is what they have envisioned. But just speaking about what's taking place currently, from my observation of what I saw, you know, it, it's, 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 it's a funny paradox, you know what I mean? It's an interesting paradox because, like I said, we're talking about sovereignty, talking about nationality and things like that. We got to talk about, you know, the finances, the economics, who's running it, who's profiting, where it's going, what is what, what are people with the money doing? And, you know, from a, from a perspective of a person that belongs to a network in a circle, in a community, we're not represented in Atlanta at all. Like, I don't, I don't care what nobody says. You feel me? There's no there, there's communities, there's pockets of the community, but it's not it's it's not a fully functional community. Like I said before, I was out there for 14 months. There's people that y'all listen to on the radio, and there's lecturers from Atlanta, and I've never I didn't see them one time out there. And I was at okay. all the events. You know me, I I I get around. I'm everywhere, and you're never one there. Time. Like I never ever saw them. These are prominent people that are supposed to be, like, on the streets, on the ground, or, you know, about their, about that life. Never saw them, never heard about them. Nobody never they saw got, them that I spoke to. We got to. big YouTube followers, but... We got big meets listening to the show. I probably would have saw him. He's doing 30 years. I saw him more than I saw these mob in the streets or doing stuff with they And, you know, they might be like, well, you know, I'm, I'm behind the scene. You know what I mean? I'm doing small workshops. That's cool. Nigga, I'm busy. That's cool. But that's not what the people need. You know what I mean? The people need streets. Yeah. You're doing Google circles and you're Skyping everybody. That's great. But that doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? Get out the house. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, I I don't see the impact. So I've had people call me this frustrated, this conscious. They frustrated. They're like, where do I go? Where do I eat? 
who do I talk to? Can I even hang out? You know what I mean? Like, can I can I dance somewhere? You know what I mean? Is there any place safe to like shake a leg because Atlanta's a night? It's like a, a club type of uh, nightlife town. None of that is there. So, and we're talking this 2013, like the aliens or whoever people, you know, Negroes that can fly, like, you know, they're on their way here. You know what I'm saying? Like serious being, you know, it's like 2013. Olympus has fallen. You got still. There's still no clubs. I don't. I don't. You know. So I can understand a certain aspects what you're saying. I'm glad that you see something in California that's opening up your eyes. You know, people. You know, they 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 feeling. You know, they they pro copper. You know, and for the brothers and sisters that no, are in the they pro they pro everything, man. They pro everything. They there you go. They pro everything. I'm just saying. For me, you know. And, you know, maybe one day we'll use me as an example. We could bring Rob Koo and he he can do the reading because we all have readings where we have, you know, certain lines that run through, uh, you know, the geodetics. And, and my line just happens to run through this particular place. You know, this is where I will meet great success, you know. And I've seen great success in the south. I've seen great success in the north. You know, some of my breakthroughs came through, in the South, you know, shout out to KT, the art degree, and um, shout out to Katoria. Uh, I mean, Katoria, shout out to, uh, you know, my mom. Wisdom Selah. Wisdom Selah, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Soul Messiah. We made, shout out to Danny. We made some of our best music in Atlanta. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Definitely All right, shout let me out to Miami. Boy, they chased me out of I ain't, yo, things going to stop me at the, at the, Buford Highway, like, yo, turn around, B. You wasn't talking positive. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Nobody, yeah, ain't nobody talking negative about that. Nah, it's not, it's not negative. Like I said, at all. I just spoke simply about, you know, the perception that one has about what was perceived to be Southern hospitality, and I pointed out that I noticed it in the in the early, mid-'90s, all the way up into the late 2000s, New York niggas overstayed their welcomes, you know what I'm saying? And they just turn they turn people sour everywhere they go. Yeah, they do. So Atlanta would be no different. And it was overdone in Atlanta because, you know, it was a little bit more personal, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, bodies was lost and everything and, and homes and you know, they did they, they raped the town. They raped the town and stole out of that shit. So they was taking you know, the girls. Yeah, they was taking these girls, they was destroying homes, they was flipping property, they was, you know, stealing identity, just everything. Anything that you could perceive of, you know what I'm saying, that a savage would do, that's what was done to Atlanta. So I understand why that love will be gone. But the fact, I guess, that that shit won't play out west, it hasn't been done out here, and the love is still there. Right. Your son, your son, so, your son, your son, your son, your son, yo, yo, word up, son. Like niggas did that to death. <laughs> they did. Oh yeah. They abused oh. that. They abused that badly. And and what I noticed as I venture out into other parts of the West, you know what I'm saying, as I go state to state, there's just a lack of representation in terms of respect for carbonated slash melanated black African, whatever you wanna call it, the Negro, colored man, whoever, whatever. He's not respected as a businessman. NBC. <laughs> you do not respect your business. You feel me? 
So we are not being taken seriously in regards to our business. You know what I mean? Because, you know, the stereotypes are very real out here in regards to, you know, niggas. Well, we have good business. Huh? We ain't no good business. We just not, you know, people don't perceive us to be into anything other than hustling. You feel me? Uh-huh. Or hustling. You feel me? Or hustling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if you're not hustling, you're begging. There's no in-between. Like, they're not seeing you represented in anything else, even if they're turning on the TV and seeing a president, because they hate that nigga, you know what I'm saying, in some of these parts. So, you know, that, that shit is not a symbol of power. It's even more the reason. But... There's not too many people that are following in that particular personage in, reg- in regards to, you know, equating business with power, making power moves, you know what I'm saying, going to a small town and locking it down without that thing in the trunk, but doing something else. Like, we're not going and taking over any of these places, you know what I'm saying, and making these people, forcing these people to see success in a carbonated, um, you know, a carbonated flesh. So, you know, we we we're gonna have a show about I, that very soon. Yeah, I just hope, word man, like I hope that my ticket don't come, and I leave this 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 planet before I see the movement of economic straight up eight hundred and above credit. Like, I mean, just straight up monsters with this business. An economic movement, like you know, what I mean, this, this, this paper, like I can't wait to see that. The same way that in the '90s, you know, you had legions of of crews and teams and posses, whatever you call it, you know, what I mean, just straight balling out of control, doing them, you know, what I mean, popping up with new whips and everything. I, I just want to see the upgrade to that. I want to see the. Uh, the 5.0. I want to see houses. I want to see fly whips. Like, I just, I want to see it. I want to see consortiums going over to China, Brazil, India, 20 deep, stepping off the plane. I don't care what you fezzed up. You can have your waves in, whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? You can have, you can be who yeah. you want to be. Like, I'm just talking yeah, about. Let me, yeah. Let me say that also. Like, there is nothing stopping us from being who we are. Because I don't care where I go, is nobody is going to downgrade who I am and how I move or what I'm about. And they respect it, you know what I'm saying, once I put it in their face. Like, look, this is who I am. I'm here to do business. You know what I'm saying? You're going to respect my dollar just like you're going to respect his. But, you know, I don't need nobody to be in my face. I don't need nobody, you know what I'm saying, to be necessarily catering to me. I know what I'm going to get. I get it. I spend my bread, and then they start talking. Oh, where you from? What you into? Such and such. Oh, I love your jury. Oh, my God. And then, you know, and then conversations ensue from there. And then it, it just just moving around with that energy opened so many doors. You know what I'm saying? People were just introducing me to key contacts. I don't be running behind nobody. I don't be chasing nobody down. I just move. You feel me? And it'll come to you. Just and move with like that level of confidence. Focus on your business, and it will come. The doors will open, you know. So 
that's how I spent my weekend. You know, I also spent it uh, in the mountains uh, of New Mexico. You know what I'm saying? I spent it with some of the indigenous people. Look at so, you. Bringing myself, just bringing myself to 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 a necessary balance. Uh, spring is key. I, I I was addressing some things that I had been dealing with last season that I thought that I was in the clear with, but I'm not in the particular clear with it. And it, and it deals with um ongoing uh, uh, ongoing health issue. And I want to share it with the family because, like I said, and I've said it before. I know that if I've been impacted by it, then I know that there are other people in the audience or friends of people in the audience or family members of people in the audience that also have been impacted by this particular situation. You know what I'm saying? And there's only one way to deal with it, and that is to notice the signs and the symptoms of it and then seek some sort of treatment. So, you know, I'm talking about um, liver issue. Mm. A liver issue, you know what I'm saying? Liver? Liver. Okay. Liver. You know, it's funny you enough. Right? You good? Yeah, I'm all right. You sure? I'm all right. And I, I'm going I'm to, you know, I'm going to keep it all the way tall. I'm going to keep it 100 and explain, you know what I'm saying, what's going on. With me and what's going on with, 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 you know, what I'm saying that particular situation because, like I said, the family can only learn. And I'm not going to hog up this entire episode, family, because this is an open line discussion. This is about you, but we do got a lot of hands. About spring, this is about the equinox. You feel me? This is a situation. Like I said, if in fact I feel that it was impact or it's impacting me and my health, then I can only be able to share because there might be somebody out there that can identify that it also might be impacting them or someone that they love, and then they can make the necessary moves to bring it back into balance. So I want to read this article real quick, all right? Yeah. Just so the family can recognize what it is that I'm talking about, all right? This is called Love Your Liver. It says, the spring equinox is in sight marking the start of a new season and for many people symbolizing a time of growth, renewal, and cleansing. According to traditional Chinese medicine, spring is also the season of the liver. Imagine the spring as a sort of awakening for the liver, a time when it becomes more active, working hard to clean out a winter's worth of congestion and a good time to give it some extra support. Now, ironically enough, everyone that I was around has symptoms of what I'm about to explain, okay? Some of them, like, just got it that particular week, and some people were already impacted with it. But let me continue. The liver is our largest internal organ and possibly the hardest working. It has been described as a general of an army. Some of its functions include metabolizing carbohydrates, fats, and protein, aiding in digestion and the absorption of fats and fat-soluble vitamins, making cholesterol, converting vitamin D to its active form, storing iron, vitamins A, D, K, and B12, metabolizing and breaking down hormones once they have done their work, converting thyroid hormone into its active form, promoting healthy blood clotting, and helping to metabolize and detoxify toxins from our bodies, including 
OTC and prescription drugs. I don't know what OTC is. Household chemicals, food preservatives, pesticides, and other environmental toxins, alcohol, and you ready? Cigarette smoke. Now, that's key. It also makes bile, stores glycerin for energy, helps regulate blood sugar, decomposes red blood cells, stores blood, and regulates how much blood circulates in the body. One of the liver's primary functions is to store up to 55% of your total blood volume when the body's at rest. Could you imagine? If an organ could be an overachiever, the liver would come out on top. And just as its functions are wide and varied, so are the symptoms that can indicate liver dysfunction slash congestion. They may include fat metabolism issues, blood sugar problems, digestive problems, hormonal imbalance, and nervous system and immune dysfunction. Outward manifestations can include irritability and anger, a bitter taste in the mouth, rosacea or jaundice, which is the yellowing of the eyes and the skin, Okay, traditional Chinese uh, medicine practitioners have even made a connection between a stagnant liver and seasonal allergies. An unhealthy liver impairs the proper function of the lungs and the respiratory tract, causing them to become hypersensitive to pollens. Because the liver carries such a heavy workload, it is easy for it to become overburdened and eventually congested, leading to a multitude of health issues. Too much processed food, unhealthy fats, excess carbohydrates, alcohol, recreational drugs, prescription drugs, and chemicals are some of the things that contribute to a congested liver. You can see that in our modern world, it's easy to overburden the liver. Okay, then it goes into adding to this burden is the epidemic of obesity, insulin resistance, and type 2 diabetes. What was once a problem that occurred mostly in heavy drinkers, fatty liver disease is becoming common amongst American adults. Some estimates conclude that fatty liver affects between 70 and 90% of obese people or those with type 2 diabetes. So it goes on and on and explains these situations um, dealing with diabetes and, and insulin and what have you. Um, but what I would say is that I suggest whether people identify any connection to what I just read in regards to the liver it's wise that as we move into spring that you participate in some sort of seasonal cleanse. You know what I'm saying? That is wise. That's what we all should do because we have all accumulated toxins from the winter. How was my liver impacted this winter? Because I spent some time when I was in New York around my father. Now, I love my father. You know what I'm saying? I don't take anything away from the time that I spent with my father but my father smokes like a chimney. I don't think I know anybody that smokes like him. And I remember calling up Red, like, on the emergency line, like, yo, I think think my lung is going to collapse. Like, I've never in my life, even when we used to live with him prior to that, have inhaled so much smoke. And because, I guess, you know, I was going through cleansing processes prior to that because I had cleansed my liver right before I was around him. I did the uh, 16-ounce olive oil flush. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So it was it was the smoke, and then upon 
taking advice from someone else that I love, you know what I'm saying, in the cold, harsh New York weather winter months, I was partaking in the eating of salmon. Yeah, I did it. I'm going to keep it 100, okay? I was indulging in the eating of salmon and other fish, all right, during those harsh winter months. I wanted to keep my blood, my body temperature to a certain level because for some reason that weather was super brutal on me this year, you know what I'm saying, other than uh, particular years, and I was eating salmon, you know what I'm saying, like every other week I would do salmon, you know what I mean, and what what was explained to me when, um, you know, these things were pointed out about my liver is that there's a protein and salmon, there's somewhat of a sticky protein, okay? And that protein gets attached to your intestinal organs. And it's very hard to break down. And what it was doing, it was creating some sorts of clots and, and, and blockages, you know, and um, that was, that's affecting my liver. It's affecting uh, my spleen and what have you. So I am going through a very intense and thorough cleansing and flushing, you know, I'm using good thing that I have my my wonderful beautiful mother here she has come to the rescue yet again so I'm using her oxyhemo which we explained to the family she is offering on for sale okay because she knows what happens during this particular time that the body has to flush so she has a seasonal sale of the oxyhemo going on right now and if the family wants to participate and this cleansing and this flush as well, you know what I'm saying, and clean their blood, they can call. We have a, a Novaledge Greenleaf Herbal Discount. It's 50% off of her oxyhemo. So what was once originally $50 is now $25. But she doesn't have that link available on her website, but you can call our sales rep, Nakiba, all right, at 404-324-6700. Four zero four three two four sixty seven thirty nine. Often, you know, I don't even share this type of information with the entire world. I have on numerous occasions spoken of the liver. I've been an advocate of liver cleanses because, like I said, me doing everything that I do to stay healthy, I never thought that I would be caught blindsided by things that I did 20 years ago, Okay. 20 years ago when I was heavy with the butter, heavy with the breads and the salt and what have you, that stuff is still in my body because if you convert from one diet to another particular diet and you don't do a thorough detox and a cleansing, that stuff is still with you. It's just being lodged somewhere else, and the effects of it are going to pop up later on in life. So because I was taking the goal, you know what I'm saying, which breaks down fats, all right, and it um it breaks down anything that's calcified. I didn't have gallstones that were actually stones. They were globules of, of liquid. They was like if you drop oil in water, that's how they look when I passed them out. So the goal was cool in terms of breaking it up, but it had to get flushed out, and that's what the olive oil had done. But I put myself back in an environment that was potentially toxic to my body didn't give my body the four to six months needed to heal properly, so now I got to go through that process all over again. And for me, there's no better place to do it than where I'm at right now 
and who I'm with. You know what I'm saying? So that's my testimony. That's my story. I really do hope that me sharing it can open the eyes to others to really look into the liver. And like I said, even if you don't notice any symptoms, now is the key time for you to cleanse your liver. When you look outside and you see these flowers blossoming and blooming and you see these yellows everywhere, you feel me? Think about uh-huh. the liver. That's indicative of the liver, you know what I'm saying, that yellow. So holla at the sales rep. Like I said, Nakiba is waiting to hear from you. Her number is 404-324-6739. The product that you will be looking for is Oxyhemo, which is the blood enricher, okay, and um, it's $25, you know what I'm saying, $25 to get yourself back into alignment. It's very key. It's very necessary, and there's no better way to spend your uh, your equinox, you know what I'm saying, and doing something for yourself that's going to put you in balance and get you ready for what we got coming up. You dig? So yes, sir. with that being said, I want to hear about everybody else's experience and their equinox and what they got planned. And, you know, like I said, I was away from the Internet for a few days. I came back. I seen you got a whole lot of news posted. There's a bunch of things going on in the world. You know, I got to get, you know, I got customers that's waiting on me. So tonight's going to be an early show for me. I got to get these things packaged, and I got to get, get everything together for the family. But before I do, like I said, I definitely want to hear about your weekend. And I want to hear about what's going on with the family. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, well, my my weekend was spent, you know, in the city, in the town. Uh, on Saturday, I had the uh, privilege of attending my brother A. A. Rashid's lecture. Sure. Yeah. I seen, I seen I, him in the bow tie. Seen him in the bow tie. Yes, I saw him in the bow tie as well. Brother cleaned up. He, he threw the bow tie on, you know, and uh. I think he had the cold hand, the hard bottoms. Yeah, he was he was he was okay. sharp. You know what I mean? Yeah, he had to he had to sharpen up. Um Brother Obar and Brother Umar was fantastic with their presentation. Uh everything was recorded in high definition and the brother is putting together the uh post production. I believe that's gonna take a few weeks because he intends on making this lecture similar to the last one, which was how to write your own Bible. And that was done in a documentary form. So uh, the brother is going to go ahead and do that with this title. And the family is definitely in for a treat. You know what I mean? Shout out to everybody that came through from out of town. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of A lot of KTL. Some KTL listeners was in the building, you know, Brother Obashi, uh, my other brother, um, Brother A, what, what's the brother's name? Uh, uh, brother Major. That was that's the brother right there. Um, Major James Ward, as a matter of fact. You know what I mean? The third. Yeah, the third. He was in the building. Um, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Everybody that came through. Shout out to the D 
beautiful sister Ampu, not brother Ampu family. Don't 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 you know? Don't mix up the don't mix up the titles. The sister Ampu. Uh, she was in the building. Some of the family might know her from the reality show uh, Chicago Licious, sister by the name of Nikki. Yeah, that's one of us. She's from the family. She's in the Matrix. You know what I mean? Doing what she got to do. She was in the building. Shout out to his mother, Hafiza. Shout out to Ashraf. You know what I mean? Shout out to his queen. New requirement for all lectures. I hope uh, some of you promoters are listening. Cater the food, cater the event. Yeah, food is on deck. Didn't have to go pay a lot right. of money for. Yeah, I, it felt real good though. You know, you know, because he was asking for half a man at the door. So you know, we may have to incorporate that in the future, even if it's not the whole meal. Like have some hors d'oeuvres or some refreshments or some for the people when they show up. You know what I mean? A brownie or something. Or, or you know what I mean? One of them things that save you bake. Who knows? I don't know. Like, we need something, you know, because it felt good. It felt good after the lunch you get up, you could prepare a plate, you know what I mean? Food was on deck, fruits and all of that, and they had the nice uh, vegetable samosas. So shout out to Sakina Productions. Yeah, shout out to Sakina Productions for doing an awesome job, you know, and look forward to the, uh, to the, the DVD, the release of the DVD. I will definitely let the, let the family know when that is ready so we could go yeah. ahead and support our brother. All right? And, um, yeah, that was about it, I think, for my weekend. You know, I just uh, I did that, and I basically was, I just fell back. You know, the weather, somebody needs to go ahead and kick that damn ground, that groundhog, even if his name is still. <laughs> I don't care. He went ahead. He must have been on Somali or something, feeling real good about himself. And he went and lied and said, this spring is coming early. And it's not because it was freezing out here. But it's, it's warming up, you know. I, only, I, I just equate that to the fact that, you know, Mother Nature knows, you know, Negroes ain't ready. You know what I mean? She ain't going to pull the sun out until you're ready. So, you know, I'm in the gym. I'm doing my part. You know, I'm getting ready, you know. <laughs> Just knows the nigga. Just knows like you niggas is not ready. You give you another week of coldness. Go get your body right. Go get your mind right. Go get your paper right. You know what I mean? Before it gets warm, then you gotta play catch up. Yeah. All right. Get uh, your flush on. You know, get your detox together. Yeah, it's a slow grind. You know. Oh. So everything is working out. You know. Um. I know that we got a. Uh, I spoke to my brother as a zeal, as a riot. He oh, yeah, just yeah. Yeah, he just came back from a, a, a cruise, I believe. Shout out, yeah, it's shout out to Brother Eileen. It's, it's Eileen, been, you know, not bad. I ain't been speaking on it when I know, you know what I'm saying, it's always been, like, at the back of my mind, I, I need to start writing notes to myself about stuff that I got to talk about in regards to upcoming events. You know, last week, those brothers set off, and they went back to Cozumel, where we just left from, you know, so they ventured... <laughs> they ventured yeah, on. I think he ran across Carlos. I, I got I got to talk to him further because he was talking about. He was telling me about the, his uh, the Mexican tour guide who was giving it up, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds familiar. That might be my dude right there." So, yeah, they probably um, they probably got before. Carlos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna see if he calls in tonight, and um, you know, it's it's. 
practices. They definitely had some interesting um, information to share with the family. So we're actually scheduling a show coming up in the near future, you know, with with that duo right there. I had the privilege of uh, when I was with my uh, fam in Texas, you know what I mean? He put me on to a show that Azazel and Aileen Bay did on Aileen's radio show like 2 in the morning, and that was one of the most ratchet-filled, you know, conscious ratchet-filled interviews that I've heard in a long time, and and it was powerful. I loved it. It was just going in. It was tapping into that late-night energy. Yeah, Azazel told me about that one. You know what I'm saying? That's classic. I know that. Anytime you see that advertised family, Eileen and Azazel in the same show, same building, you need to tune in, you know what I'm saying, because it's definitely going to be cosmic. So shout out to them. Shout out to uh, Sister Ma Jade, of course, and everyone else, you know what I'm saying, that, that made that trip. Shout out to the, the entire uh, Washita Nation, you know what I'm saying. Shout out to the family. Um, yeah. Shout out to everyone that did something this past Equinox and, and made it an event. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure that when we go to the lines very momentarily, we'll be able to hear some testimonials about people that, uh, you know, tapped in and got some things to share. So, um, you know, if you finish, you know what I'm saying, we could uh, turn it over to the callers and see what's good. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm basically, you know, Done with the updates about the weekend and stuff. We, we'll 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 follow up on different conversations as we go along. Yeah, yeah, we got a we got a lot of powerful shows coming up, family. We got one hell of a lineup. You know what I'm saying? They on deck. Um, yeah, I mean, we 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 basically on our Miami Heat streak right now. You you, you feel me, family? Like we on our LeBron right now. You know, we be chasing that Lakers winning streak, but uh. Ever since the beginning of the season, you know, we've been going in. So we don't intend on yeah. giving that up. You know, we, we don't intend on changing that. So, uh, you know, we yeah, just keep the coming. Indeed, trust me. They lined up, you know. But nonetheless, now would be a perfect time to make a donation. KTL Media, the Block Talk, do one day rent, okay? As soon as we square that away, like I said, they coming. You know what I'm saying? We got some, we got some giants on deck, so... Trust that uh, you know, we're gonna bring in this new year proper. Yes, Mark. indeed. All right. So, with no further ado, family, as we mentioned earlier, this show is about you. We want to open up the lines and hear what the family has to share, what they have to offer in regards to what let's they have. To to one, up. Yeah, let's go to the seven one eight first. I believe. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's go to caller from seven one eight. Seven one eight six eight four seven one eight six eight four caller. Peace. peace, peace. What's going on, brothers? Peace. Just the brother Natural Tahuti. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tahuti, salute, <laughs> man. Peace. Peace. What's going on with the brothers? Uh, All is well, man. All is well. What's good with you, brother? Oh man, I'm all wise. Yeah, man, a lot of great things is happening right now. Um, I'm not sure if we was just going through a Mercury retrograde, but at this, there was some some weird things that was going on. Some very weird things, brother. So, I mean, 
like one thing happened after another, after another, after another. But I'm to a point in my spiritual development where I'm grateful for even when things happen that don't that don't feel comfortable to me. Yes. Be, you know, because, okay, let me give you an example. All right. Uh, I had a situation. I let somebody stay in my house. Somebody stole some money from me, right? That's how it all started. They stole 700 yeah. bucks from me. I was really upset. However, I, I processed the information, and I, I moved on quick. I went out, and the universe gave me back $1,200 the same day. Wow. Okay. Okay, then after that, okay, fine. <laughs> I got a call, and I made from the call $700. Is that number again? $700. As soon as I get the $700, I'm driving in my car, and as I get to Harlem, my car blew up. Boom, boom, boom. Smoke everywhere. I'm like, oh, man. Wow. The you gas thing? Huh? That thing that thing blew up. <laughs> Yo, the gas it was the it was the uh water pump, man. It just blew up, man. I'm like, oh snap. So it's a, you that know, big it's a body? Bet. Yeah, the big body, the big body, the big, big body. body. Oh man. Yeah. But see, the gratefulness came in because I just made the seven hundred dollars. Just made right. it. Within like ten to twenty minutes before this happened. And had that would have happened before I had got the money, I wouldn't have had the money to get the car fixed. So I had the mm. money to get the car fixed, so I just changed the way I thought about the whole situation and just moved on. Mm-hmm. But I've been noticing, even as these things were going on, it seemed like another portal has opened because there has been a lot of positive things as well that is coming into play. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So I do feel That's that. Happened. Yeah, we we are now living in the paradigm change. I feel it. I see it happening. However, the other thing that I just came into the awareness of is that there are some people still stuck in the old paradigm, and you have to oh, avoid yeah. them. If you don't avoid them, they'll deplete you of your energy. They're just not where you are at yet, and it's okay. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Indeed. Yeah, but anyway, in any case, thanks for um letting me call in. I was listening to you guys, and I was listening to about, you know, the trip down there. I mean, Atlanta and all of that. You know, and I'm getting ready to make a big move, too. I'm out of here. I'm leaving New York. I'm going down to PA. You another one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to PA. Um, I'll be, move- I'll be going to PA on the 1st. Wow. But now I'll be back uh-huh. and forth. But I'm going down to a town, and it was interesting how you guys were talking about New Yorkers because that's that's all over the everywhere New Yorkers go, they go with the same ideology to go and tear the town down. Nobody goes any place to go and build it up. Build it up. Well, that's so, we, we, the old New York. I mean, it, it, it would be that. remiss of us to say that you know that that hasn't been done. We we know that. You know that has been done. We probably don't have as many shining examples as you know. What I'm saying as those that have done the opposite. But I'm sure you know. What I'm saying there there's some um, 
examples out there somewhere building that thing up. Right. So So I, I already know, you know what I mean, that you'll be able to go and tap into wherever that energy is. I know that you're going where that goddess energy is and you're gonna tap in and, and you know what I'm saying? Because uh, you know, everywhere in my experience in my travels in Pennsylvania they're in need of some information pertaining to health. You know, a lot of the women are dealing with uh weight issues in PA. Because right. there's a lot of access to uh dairy, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of uh strip malls, especially in those small towns, you know, their pastime is spent in Walmart. Mhm. So I I know that you're gonna be able to bring some sort of balance to that equation, you know? Yeah, because um I'm really going down there to um, eventually um, looking to open me a bookstore. And what I would like to do with the bookstore, of course, is bring the information to the people down there and also to create another market where we could bring lecturers in. Oh, indeed. See what I mean? They need that out there for real. Yeah, absolutely. So I got a real positive plan and... Um, I'm looking forward. I'm excited about my move, and I'm just going to go do the damn thing. But uh, the, the the other thing that's going on is that tomorrow, Wednesday, March 27th, um, at Nicholas Bookstore, which is located at 570 Fulton Street near Flatbush Avenue, those that's in New York, you know, that's downtown Brooklyn. You could take the 2, 3, 4, or the 5 to Nevin Street. And you can, or some people, you know, if you buy the B, the M, the Q, or the R, you can take it to the cow. Or if you buy the A, the C, and the G, you can take it to Hoyt and Skimmerhorn. And you just walk over, over there by downtown Brooklyn to Flatbush Avenue. And you walk right on, on, right there on Fulton. The bookstore is right there, right off the corner. And so I'm right. going to be there doing a workshop um, called How to Give Birth to a God. And Ooh. I was inspired many, many years by Minister Louis Farrakhan, who originally did this lecture. He did a four-part series, uh, which is on DVD. And okay. and I and I was really inspired by that many years ago, but today with the information that, I'm, that I've tapped into, so we're just going to give it a facelift. We're going to give that particular lecture a facelift and um, show the importance of why this information is so pertinent right now in this day and time. How to give birth to a God is a solution. This is a solution to the ongoing problem that we have and that we're facing in our communities. The problem that we're facing in our community is that we're continuously giving birth to degeneracy. And that degeneracy is... uh. It's, we, we are we, we, This degeneracy We are bringing it on the planet We're bringing it on the planet Because we're eating low vibrating foods We have low vibrating thoughts And We are the only people Well not the only people But we're like one of the major people on the planet That has Disrespected our own mothers and women I mean it's really awful When you look at The hip hop world and you see oh, the way they represent our sisters. And I'm just going to give you an insight on one slide that I'm going to show. Um, one slide I'm going to show 
And um, this thing, this is really crazy. I said, I got to let the people see this so that they can see why this is so important and that this is not a hustle, man. They, I don't know where they get this idea that this is some damn hustle. But let me go to the slide right here. Okay. I have a slide here. It's by Jive Recording Artist UGK. Released their song. And on the cover of the album is a beautiful stomach of a pregnant black woman. Oh, beautiful. The name of the song is called Pregnant Pussy. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, now I'm I'm gonna just want I just want to shock everybody. So I'm gonna be this is you know if you if you have any children listening, take their ears away from the radio right now. Pregnant pussy, the best you can get, fucking a bitch while her baby sucking my dick. Oh man. Okay. Come on, Pam. He ain't. Oh man. Okay. Oh, now, man. if that right there yeah, does not bother you. Oh, man. If that doesn't uh, bother you, huh? That was Bum B. MC said that, right? Yeah, man. MC had to say that, man. Yeah, yeah. Hold oh, on. I didn't even read the rest of the video. We got to shoot that down. We got to All right. That's sickening. That is so sickening, man. And it really crawls under my skin to really see the desecration of our sisters. When we look at our sisters, even the ones that's acting crazy, you know, they just don't have no knowledge of self. You know what I'm saying? But they are a reflection of our mothers. Whenever you look in the face of another black woman, you look into the face of your mother. So if you can look into the face of your mother and tell her some shit like this, you don't even deserve to be on this planet. Okay? Okay? And so that's this is why this message is so very fucking important because yeah, before you go in there, if you get some chance, if you get a chance, matter of fact, when you get off the phone tonight, okay? Mhm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to throw you an ace right right here. Go to YouTube and pull up Little Wayne's latest video. If you need some ammo, just to drive your point home, go and look up My Women Love Me. Who? Little Wayne, Drake, and Future. Go look up their last video. Okay. I can give a damn about these haters as long as my bitch love me. It goes something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't even listen to the turn the video on mute. First, do this experiment. Turn the video on mute. Look at the video. And then, if you need to, because you're going to have enough material, you'll probably be up for another five or six hours grabbing slides off of that alone. Okay? He took it somewhere else. You feel me? Normally, I stay out of these conversations because the shit is crazy. And what you get from crazy is crazy. But homie went somewhere else with this one. And what's the name of the song? I think it go like long as my women love me. Long as my women love me. Is it called Love Me? Uh, it's called Bitches Love Me. Yeah, Love Me. It's called Love Me. Yeah, with him and Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, him, Drake. Okay, and I Future. see it yeah. right now. I'm gonna look at it when I get off the phone. Bruh, you'll be back on this program, the next program. You know, talking about how appalled you was. Like, yeah, they, they, 
you know, homie went somewhere else with that shit right there. And, you know, I, I further, I, I can explain, you know, what we're seeing in terms of the media with the complications this dude is having with his health. Like, at some point, you got to be called a task because it's energy. It's all energy that you're putting out to the universe. And, you know, it, it's, it's just crazy. That right there. That was that, that was the, that was all ancestors that put him in the ICU for about a week, put him on the brink of death. Yeah, because I know he disrespected um, Emmett Till. Emmett Till. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, That's what that was. And there, like I said, I mean, you know, there, check there was, that video there was out. There things playing against him, but... That right there, the blatant, you're going to beat the, 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 the box up like Emmett Till, like that line and then the blatant disregard. Like they still released the song. You you a lyricist. You're supposed to be. You could replace the, the, the verse. Like you could replace that with something else. You know what I mean? Like you could have easily, he could have easily cleaned it up. They still released the song. Like, you know what? We're going to let everybody hear that. Who cares? Whatever. And that arrogance and that blatant disrespect for the ancestors coming out of the N.O., you know what I mean? Coming out of, you know, him as baby and slim, and you know they work that hoodoo. You know they work that thing in the mud and acting like that the ancestors don't exist. Yeah, his heart stopped a few times, you know what I mean? He probably died and came back, but, um, you know, that was that was for disrespecting the ancestors, you know what I'm saying? Right. But um, I'm a definitely. What time does your event start tomorrow, bro? Uh, the event starts at um, five o'clock. The doors open. Um, it opens. It says um, a love gift for fifteen dollars before five. No, before seven. Before okay. seven. So it, the doors open up at seven. I guess essentially we'll probably be getting started around six or seven to really get the lecture on, because I know he has, our Simon is going to have a few other people talk. I know my brother's coming. He's going to open up, and okay. he's going to be talking about yeah. white supremacy, Seville. So he's going to be talking for about 10 or 15 minutes. And um, this lecture, unfortunately, I won't be able to do the whole of this lecture because this is an ongoing study that I've been studying, and I know a lot of brothers say parthenogenesis is not real. However, I beg to differ. I've pulled up several ancient scrolls, and it is written in Kemet. It is written in Kemet. There were several queens who claim to have parthenogenetic births. As a matter of fact, I want to send you all to do research on Queen Akmos. 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 Right. Queen Akmos. She, in, in her chamber, um, they have it in her temple, I think it is, they have on the wall the sun, Ra, shining its light upon her womb. And she gives birth to, to an immaculate child, uh, to, to the immaculate conception. So that's one queen. So, you know, the people are saying, well, that's mythology. Well, these are historical people that are saying themselves that they gave birth parthenogenically. Parthenogenetically. So, and not only did this happen in Egypt, there are several 
other coaches around the world where these people were interviewed. Uh, there was some just recently, I put the research on uh, Facebook, just recently these particular Indians, I can't think of their name at the moment, um, but they're in California, and they claim the same thing. All of these different tribes of people, all of these people in different remote areas who have no contact with each other, do not even know if each other exists. And they all have stories about somebody, one of their ancestors or several of their ancestors that was born through this particular venue, this particular vehicle. And when they were asked the most important question, did they know how birth was conducted? The answer was yes. They said there was two kinds. They said that one was between a man and a woman, and the other kind was possible genetically. So All I right. think that's something to be investigated in. So this lecture, this is probably going to have to be like a two or three part because I'm just going to just come with basic information tomorrow. I don't want right. to get too technical just to get people familiar with it, you know what I'm saying, how to give birth to a God. Um, and then we can go, hopefully, if I can get another venue there, then I'll go deeper into the science of the creation of the Superman. No doubt. All right, we appreciate it, brother. We definitely look forward to uh, you know, bringing you back on the program. Okay, and I appreciate you, brothers. Okay? Give thanks. Peace, gang. Peace. Peace. Okay, okay. Let us go down bottom to the tree, tree six. Three, three, six, five, eight, seven, three, three, six, caller. Peace. Peace, peace, peace to the fam. Peace to KTL, peace to the guys and the goddesses. What's going on, Lord? Peace. Peace. As we said out here in the south, just a pleasing pleasure to be up in here with my family tonight and everybody who's trying to get some of this money. You you wanna be talking about you wanna be talking about Illuminati money now, would you? Anything else is uncivilized for me to be talking about anything less than some Illuminati money. Why would I talk about some 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 chump change? You understand? Polite got the houses on deck. Sarah Susan said he got the troops suited and booted. Well, I'm trying to make sure everybody get paid. First, well, excuse me. I want you to be financially free, then I want you to get rich, and I don't want you to die trying. So I got a whole new formula out here. So, yeah, that's how I'm coming with it. Illuminati money, baby. All right. No doubt. I, I, I heard through the grapevine you got something real big coming up for the town. You know what I'm saying? Could you share that? Well, uh, what's your hustle? Man, everybody's always, you know, you know, we talk a lot offline about the taboo subjects. Don't nobody want to talk about this in the conscious community. They don't want to talk about that. They don't want to use the word hustle no more. But I would dare to say that 70% male and female of the conscious community are formal, quote-unquote, hustlers. You know, for well, making some <laughs> I mean, some of the giants, you know, in the community, you know what I'm saying, used to, you know what I'm saying, used to do work. And um, 
but there's a brother from Long Island, New York, who now stays in Atlanta, GA, taught elementary school for 15 years in the Cab County school system named Hotep. He got a website called hustleu.org, hustleuniversity.org. And the son has is coming back home, and he's bringing the coach with him. So he's coming back to Long Island on April the 5th. He's going to be bringing Hustle University to a high school. Uh, that's a closed event. Then the next day, the 6th, he's got a paid workshop. I think it's like 20 bucks. And then the 7th, we're going to be at Nikolai Bookstore. And Nicholas. we're going to have like a we're going to Nicholas Bookstore, my bag, from 1230 to 330. Uh, mm-hmm. Midday, midday yeah. sunshine, son. Yeah, midday sunshine party. Okay. And that's okay. exactly what we're doing. We're shooting down jets. We're shooting down jet planes with Hustle Scud missiles. Uh, we're passing out C4. We're passing out C4 at the door for everybody who wants to come in. And for those who've never heard me on my show, we bring in the champagne to add to your campaign. Um, everybody needs some more money, man. I mean, I love to. I got a degree in history. <laughs> I got a. I got a degree. When I graduated from a HBCU, I graduated in professional history. But they ain't teach me shit about really getting money. You know. Um, I've I've sold almost everything there is to sell, and I'm still not rich. I'm okay, but I ain't rich, and there's nothing wrong with me being rich. And I can't get no more spiritual than I am, good gracious. But my thing now is to be righteous and spiritual is and, and be broke is a sin. So we're bringing Hustle University, Illuminati Money, and Conscious Commerce right there across the street to the to the uh, to the from the Barclays Center. And it's going to be crazy. Uh, we haven't even, like, got the title, but I think it's going to be something like, you know what I'm saying, what, when, and where is Hustle University. Um, Hustle University was designed for those 25 years and older who may have graduated from college or did not graduate from college who are in the wrong career path and are unhappy. they slaves. They're doing slave labor, and they want, but they're not doing what they love. And the one thing that we teach you is the only way you'll ever be super rich is to do something that you super love. So we're coming up in there, and we break, we got two divisions to Hustle University. One is education, and one is entrepreneurialism. And I've walked down 125th, and if that's not, you know, saying King County's finest of entrepreneurialism, but there's no Hustle University books on 125th. So I guess I gotta yeah, we come got through. to come through. Say that again. We got to change that, brother. You know, I was I was on the show earlier talking about one of the um, one of my uh, goals in life was to see the um, basically the rise of you know the hustle the hustlers like the rise of this quote unquote economic sovereign movement. And I want to see us winning. Like, I really want to see us winning. I don't want to see us winning just in thought. Or I don't want to just see us winning, you know, just in, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I really want to see us winning. 
and you know what really winning looks like. Feel me? Rashid calls it opulence. Rashid calls it opulence. Opulence. There you go. I want to see us right. demonstrate opulence in this lifetime. You know what I mean? Like, it could be done almost in a few months if people only tap in, get on board, and treat this thing like they've treated, like this is one of the most important things in their lives. Because guess what? You name me something else that takes precedence over getting your life together, getting your paper right, like really banking, like really tapping into something that you love and seeing it turn into, you know, spinning it into gold. Show me something else that trumps that. And and I'll sit down and explain to you how you may have been, you know, you might have been uh, drinking the Kool-Aid a little too much because irregardless of what people may throw in front of you and say that that right there is the most important thing and that's what you need to be focused on and, you know, let's wear burlap shirts all year and, and you know, let's let's go live in Zion and, you know what I mean, and, and forsake anything that's material. I would tell you, you're out of your goddamn mind. You, you, you know what I mean? You fell for the okey-doke. You understand? Bomb yourself. 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 To the inner command, I can't even say it anymore. Damn, this shit is becoming a tongue twister. People in the conscious community <laughs> who don't have exist. a voice, <laughs> who have Bro, a voice. Greenland, you spit that shit out. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. The, the, the people who have a voice at this point in the game, you know, who went through the, like, because we've been through our monastery monk phases, you know what I mean? We went through our pious phases in life where, we, you know, we just sacrificed everything and, and lived on water and, like, grapes and stuff for, for months. Like, it's it's on us at this point to step forward and begin to demonstrate opulence, to begin to demonstrate, you know, everything, you know, begin to demonstrate manifestation in its finest form. And, you know, I don't know if you was on the show earlier and you heard us talking about self. And, you know, some of the misconceptions that brothers and sisters from the north run into when they go to places like Atlanta, which we're talking about post-BMF, you know, post-GZTI, like we're talking about post-Trap, post-Gucci Man, Atlanta. You know what I mean? Post-Gentleman's Club, Magic City, Onyx, like that post-Molly Atlanta, goddammit. It's a different Atlanta from the Goody Mob Atlanta, the Freaknik Atlanta. You you feel what I'm saying? The post-Olympic Atlanta. Yeah, the cast, two, right. The outcast two Atlanta. Two total different grids right there. Two totally you different say. worlds we talk about. So we spoke about, you know, the bad name that New York has out of town. Are you are you aware of that, Brother Kyrie? Hey, I didn't hear y'all speak of it, but, yes, I'm quite – Quite aware, quite aware of it. When you just rolls off of people's tongues sometimes, and you see they see their forehead frown up, and they forget that you can be talking relaxation is the key, and you and you say somebody is from New York, and all of a sudden it just like somebody just passed out, 
started shoving out sour pickles in people's mouths, you know. And I was explaining that, you know, it's unfortunate because you got to do you got to do your hood history. Anybody that's involved in anything like if you leaving your hood, do the hood history before you go anywhere. Like find out what people from your neighborhood or people from your state or people that wear that same Yankee hat that you're running around thinking that that shit is going to get you a certain place. Find out what they did in these states that you're going to before you go there and start talking about where you're from and what you're about and your yes, son, you know what I mean, son, and all of this. Like, that's played out right now. That, that doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't work. That was like 1988, 89, you know what I mean? Like, when Big Daddy Kane was that dude, that's not what it's about anymore. It's not what it's about. It doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? I think Wu Tang Clan was the last one to hold that, hold that up. And yeah. you know, but one thing that I can say about the South that the hustle mentality, right? It's being applied in my in my in my opinion on an underground, underworld level, you know what I mean? Because we don't have to be rockers. We don't have to play cute on the phone right now. We know that the underworld runs Atlanta. The whole underworld movement runs Atlanta. The same way that there's aspects of the underworld that runs other places. But we know that the underworld, from the from the trappers to the strippers to the dope boys, that whole circle is the life and and and, and it's, that's the body of Atlanta family. I don't know if y'all are aware of that. Even though you may go to work or church, you you, you go to TD Jakes. No, not TD. You go to uh, what's, what's your boy name? Eddie Long. Eddie Long. Yeah. Got it. Like touching people. Yeah, Eddie Long. You go to you down with Long's Ministries, Pause, and things like that. And you may never be in a trap or anything. And I'm not saying that. That, that that applies to you directly. I'm just saying that in your city, in your town, the the heartbeat, the the thing that runs your town. You know what I'm saying? The the, the actual the reason why Atlanta is popping the way that it is. The reason why people are running down there in droves. The reason why the music is what it is. The reason why all of these things exist is because there is a humongous underworld under you know what I mean? Dark side, whatever you want to call it. That runs that town. It happened with the whole BMF thing. Even when they got locked up and when they left, it still persists through the rappers by the promotion of, you know, selling weight, trapping, moving work, strippers, selling box, all of these things that they promote. Selling Molly now, selling X, selling E pills, all of these all of this stuff, selling pounds of weed. Like that's the heart of when you talk Atlanta to anybody in the hood or in the streets because they listen to the music and they identify it. They identify it with the women, sex, money, murder. Okay, so what I'm saying is, with that being the cornerstone of you know that whole mentality, you have a lot of people who go hard on a hustle. Now they don't necessarily have to sell you know narcotics or anything. They could be selling shoes. They could sell makeup. They could sell. They could be at Kroger selling fruit to people, but they apply that trapper mentality to what they do and their hustle. And when I was out there, I was impressed because people take getting money and accumulating 
what they perceive as wealth, they take that to the heart. Like, they go hard with that. You feel what I'm saying? They go real hard with that. And um, what I saw, because, you know, you, you, you take a, you, you, assess, you assess the situation, and as a conscious person who's trying to approach brothers and sisters of that kind of ilk, you try to find out, what approach can I approach these brothers and sisters? You know what I mean? Like, what can I say to a stripper who's getting $2,000 in singles a night? You know what I'm saying? She's all on Instagram and Twitter. She's popping. Got all of these followers. Like, what can I say to her to convince her of anything that I'm talking about conscious-wise? Like, what approach would I, you know, how can I approach that woman? Well, one thing that we all know at the end of the day is irregardless of what a person is doing or what a person is, what kind of uniform that, that person is wearing. Yama. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is there's a frequency that we all have to remember that people share, irregardless of what they're doing in life. And, and I, I wanted to build on that a little more, but that's going to take a little too much time. But I'll briefly touch on it. That one thing that I realized in consciousness, and it helped me with being judgmental, and it helped me with, you know, being so puritanical and, and acting like I'm better than somebody, I realized that irregardless of what people may do in their everyday lives, to eat and put food on the table and to get by in life and to chase that quote-unquote American dream that many of us, you know, have been indoctrinated with since birth or even before birth. Our parents bought into that ideal and whatnot. Irregardless of what people do, there's still a frequency that we all are able to relate to each other on, similar to a radio station. You know, you turn a station to a certain channel, there is a frequency that goes out, that picks up Hot 97 or Kiss FM, and that's the, that way you're able, if I turn it to 97.1, I'm able to listen to it. If you turn it on your radio, you're able to listen to it. So there's a frequency that we can all turn to when we're dealing with different people that we could tap into. Now, if you look in Ratchet, I'm going to tap into the Ratchet frequency, and I'll be able to deal with you on that level until we change the channels and turn the frequency up and go somewhere else. Certain people's radio can't get certain stations. And once you realize that, you might have to go back to the last frequency that you were on and leave them right there. But dealing with a, a quote-unquote stripper, I know that the frequency that you can conversate with them is is money because that's what they, they, they get in money anyway. They're chasing a dollar. So if you're going to deal with them, you could be able to deal with them about, sister, can I holler at you real quick about, investing the money that you're making, you know what I mean, before you start trying to tell her what she's doing wrong and things like that, maybe you may help her with the investment, you know what I'm saying? And then from there, then you change the frequency and turn the channel when you when you can show her that the investment works. Like let's say, you know, they have the brothers and sisters online with the MCA. You know, they're selling like, um, they're like a AAA service. They're selling, you know, roadside assistance and stuff like that. And, you know, they take pictures where they post money on the web and they're like, if you want to get, you know, $1,000 checks or $15,000 checks at the end of the um, at the end of the week, 
come and sign up for $40 and we could turn your $40 into $2,000. Like, that's a good thing to talk to people who have money coming in quickly who may want to invest their money because you don't know mentally where a person is at in terms of wanting to upgrade their life. They may be done with the strip club. You can't tell that. You can't actually read that on a person's face until you begin to talk to them. A brother might be done with the track. He might not want to sell drugs anymore. But being able to provide an outlet or an out or a way out, that is something that's powerful. And that's, 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 that's something that as brothers and sisters who have knowledge and understanding and overstanding, we should be helping our brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying, to get out of those traps. You know what I mean? And that's something that I noticed in the South that I was, even in Miami, you know what I mean? Well, I don't know too much. But, you know, they grinding. They they go hard in Miami. But I'm, I'm mainly speaking about Atlanta, that I saw a lot of people that were willing. They knew how to turn a dollar. They knew how to turn a dollar over. And see, what this, you, see, what you're bringing up, I ain't going to cut your wisdom, but what you're bringing up is the definition of a hustler as seen at Hustle University. Hustler is a noun. It is an enterprising person determined to succeed, a go-getter, period. Yes. An enterprising person determined to succeed, a go-getter. New York has a little more distractions, and you got a little less information. You got swagger, yeah, but you got a little less information and more distractions because it's so fast. You don't have the curriculum that is necessary to be successful in your independent hustle. So yeah. what we're doing is a part of what we're going to be presenting on the seventh is a hundred grand ain't no money. A hundred grand ain't no money. I'm saying as southern as 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 Ain't no money. Not giving any money. No, a hundred grand ain't no money. All right? Now, you can't even step up to Donald Trump. You can't even go on Shark Tank talking about my business worth a hundred grand and get some play. They'll eat you. They'll be like, look, go away and don't come back. You don't have numbers. You don't even have numbers. Get away. We're not even going to swim around you. But when you understand the hell part of it, it becomes differently. What we're going to show New York is there are 11 types of hustlers. How to, And listen, especially for the conscious community, what you always hollering in the conscious community, knowledge yourself. All right, but what do they say in the Moral Science Temple? It takes finance to lift the nation. Okay, well, you got to know what the financial status is and what kind of hustler are you. Look at this kind of combination. Now, you got a Cosmo physician with the Illuminati money in Hustle University. Where's your Jupiter at in your chart? You better follow it. You better find out where your big bread is at. Where's your north node at and line it up with your spirituality? And then where's the curriculum to put it all together? Do you know your ten hustles? Do you know the ten hustles commandments back and forth? And are you living them? We're bringing a guy. Hold on, brothers. Ironically enough, we got two minutes to the 11-11, and we got the coach on the line. You want to, uh, you know what I'm saying? Got that new phone here, too. Hello? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, pardon me. We have that full moon and Libra in the building. Right now, as we speak, it's in, it's outside of all of our windows. So, um, you know, brother. Intellect. Huh? 
No, I'm saying, Coach, you want to handle that? <laughs> it's handled. Let's go. If we can get everybody to sit up on the edge of their chair, take your shoes off. If you want to lay down in a comfortable space, if you have a wall where you'd like to sit down and make sure the spine is erect, slide your waist as close to the bottom of the wall as possible. Take your fingertips and place them together in your lap and relax. Take a big inhale up to the ears. Pull your shoulders up to the ears. Exhale out the mouth and drop your shoulders. Next breath is very slow and expand the stomach on the inhale. And exhale out the nose very slowly as the stomach goes back towards the spine. Inhale in preparation that the stomach expands slowly. Exhale slowly and let the stomach slowly go back towards the spine. For the women inhaling up the front, feeling the breath rise all the way to the crown chakra, exhaling down the spine, all the way down to the root. For the brothers inhaling up the spine, all the way up to the crown, and exercise and ex exercise and exhale down. Continue breathing and feel this microcosmic orbit surrounding your body with each and every inhale and exhale. All of your attention is on the breath. And as you inhale and feel the breath rising to the crown, let this new full moon be the crown and let the breath go all the way up to encompass and encircle the moon. And then exhale down from the moon, clear, clear and full, full release. Inhale and pull the breath all the way up to this vibrant moon of partnerships, of cooperation. Light energy influenced by the Aries sun. Let the body be filled with motivation. Let the lungs and the energy channel be filled with the I am energy. I am prosperity. I am balance. I am harmony. I am action. I am God. I am Goddess, I harmonize on each and every breath. Feel the body swaying with the energy, the light of this full moon, reflecting the sun. Feel this light being channeled down through the body. Feel the energy coming down into the navel. Each inhale, pulling and expanding at the navel. Feel the golden core coming larger and larger. Each inhale. 
And as you expand, let the core expand into the heart, filling your natal system, your navel system, and your center and solar plexus full of golden sunlight and silver moonlight. Inhale and feel the swirl of gold and silver energy encompassing your heart. Inhale and feel gold and silver energy encompassing your throat. Feel the gold and silver energy encompassing your third eye. Feel your entire body being filled with the swirling gold and silver light. Some of the most powerful energy. In the first full new moon, you are here with family. You are listening and you are one with family. You are breathing one breath with family. You are inhaling one power with family. You are sharing gold and silver prosperity, power, and harmony with family. Your cup runneth over. Feel the light expanding into your entire dwelling. Feel the room being filled with gold and silver lights, gold and silver energy. Relax the shoulders. Feel your desires inside your fingertips. Slowly let it come into realization that you are that which you desire. You are that which you desire. The energy force is created in that which you desire, and you are one with it. The energy force of that which you desire is created and within reach, and you are one with it. Feeling up with love in the heart. Big inhale, big exhale of gold and silver energy from the heart, from the third eye, from the tailbone, from the knees, from the throat chakra. Filling up with energy, the gold and silver light, and exhale slowly. Nice big inhale. Exhale out the mouth slowly. Another big inhale. Exhale out the mouth slowly. Once again, a big inhale, filling up with gold and silver light. This exhale projects directly into the moon. Let the moon receive your prosperity. Let the moon receive your prosperity so that your cup overfloweth, full of power, full of authority, full of action. Slowly bring the hands up to the heart in prayer position. Press the palms together. Nice big inhale. And on the exhale, oh. 
Inhale. Oh. Last one, big inhale. separate and fall into the lap, just relax and slowly open the eyes, slowly open the eyes and just relax. The body has its own natural energy system, rely on that natural intelligence of the energy to flow where it needs to flow. Abdul Kool Tafel attack, Wabazon, Thamaferago, Shalafalu. Estanje Pelaku Ashe 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 Aho 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 All is well All is well All is well Yes sir Indeed, that was powerful. I feel like Michael Westbrook coming down for Oklahoma right now. <laughs> so, you know how he, you know how he is. I'm charged up. I'm relaxed, but I'm really feel like going to the cup right now. I got that was a really energetic meditation. Uh, Dr. Gibson at uh, Tybro.com, Mitchell Gibson. I don't know if any of you all have. I'm, I'm sure that it's quite popular in your listening audience. Has um, uh, monthly meditation and satsang in High Point, North Carolina. The next one is April 20th, and I had the pleasure of being there last month and meditating with him and realizing that um, when the mind is quieted to a certain degree, you can feel the energies of everyone who is participating in the meditation. And mm. without fail, without fail, whenever I come on, I know I'm sporadic from showing up and my visits get less and less frequent, but every time when I come on KTL Media Radio and we all meditate together, I feel such a power. It's like such a force. I can feel like we're all in the same room. Uh, When I meet people, Ampu had a huge um, event this weekend where everybody was down from uh, Philly, from New York, from from California, from Texas. To come out to the Etowah Mounds in Cartersville, which is that's my government last name is Carter, and we was in Cartersville at the Etowah Mounds, and my number is three, and there were three huge mounds there, and then we went to Stone Mountains with KT the Arch degree to Green Pill, led us up there on that sacred journey, and that was bananas, but the energy is 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 so efficient, but I mean it's so official, but to hear somebody say, yo, I've I've meditated with you before on KTL, I've heard you on the radio, and for me to feel like, yo, this person is telling the truth we've never met before physically, and for him to say he meditated with me or for her to say she meditated with me, and I can authentically feel that there's a connection there, I want to say that's powerful, and I just, you know what I'm saying, I just honor you brothers for, you know, putting that down each and every week. Sometimes I may sneak over and be listening and not call in, 
and then, you know, hear the own money partner home joint dropping. Boom, I'd be like, look at there. I'm a part of that. And I send mine out from where I'm at so I can join in, join in with that connection. So I'm just really, you know, respecting that vibe, respecting that energy. You know, all the, I got my alarm clock set at 11.09. But it was a brother from down from Tennessee crashed in my crib, and he fell asleep in the den, and his phone went off. And he didn't even hear it, and I went over there and cut the alarm off, and this joker got his phone set for 11.09. Now, that's in Nashville, Tennessee. He's in Atlanta, and his phone is set for 11.09 p.m. to make sure he got a two-minute reminder that it's time for him to get ready to get his meditation portal on. So it's bigger than Tuesday. It's, it's bigger than just on Tuesdays and Friday nights, you know what I mean? So yeah. those of y'all got them big old fat phones with the nine-inch screens, Go ahead and set that 1109 alarm on there. Gano Grills, me and him been in a conversation going hard. He was like, oh, coach, it's 1109. I'll call you back in 10 minutes. Shout out to Gano. Shout out to Gano. Yeah, Gano would just shut it down and be like, look, I'll holler at you. I'll call you back in 10 minutes. And go pull over. I, don't, I mean, driving to New York, pull over. Right, right, right up under the Brooklyn Bridge or something in the tunnel, the Holland Tunnel. Pull over, rip yeah, a yeah. ticket, meditate. So... You know, it is that serious. Um, I definitely want to be able to um, share some of that because we'll be at one eleven when we're at the um, when we're at Nicholas Bookstore. So we're gonna hit a one eleven p.m. meditation. So and listen, it's a free event now. What is hotel, that? What date is that again? That's April the Sunday, April the seventh. Sunday on the God Degree Day. Sunday, okay. April the seventh. I'm inviting That's everybody out. That's coming up. It's shortly. It's shortly. And I want to bring Hotel on KTL. You know, I'm you know, I'm begging you and pleading. Know. You know the God the welcome back. He already did his thing before. Oh, well, look, I want the audience to go ahead and just start inboxing KTL Media and tell them, you know what I'm saying, y'all want Coach Kyrie and Hustle University and Hotel on that Friday night. Like, we want to come on next Friday before we come, man. We want to, like... Cause he came on last night on on uh, on my show. We did a Illuminati joint real quick. Cause oh, I want to also invite. If you want to do more research on what we about, IlluminatiMoney.info. IlluminatiMoney.info. See, I'm gonna explain the domain game to folks too. I'm gonna be explaining the domain get money in your sleep game that on on Sunday the seventh too. I'm gonna show you that a hundred grand ain't no money. I'm gonna show you the domain game. I'm going to show you how you trap from home. I'm going to show you what honest hustle looks like, and I'm going to show you what generational wealth with honest hustle is passed down with to your children. It should be standing room only, really, because it's open to all ages, and it's free. And all the books is like $10. All we want people to come out in, we're doing the the Rashid joint. Rashid said, don't charge them a lot, man. Let them come so they can take some home with them. I promise you that you will leave out of there with at least 10 things, 10 things that you'll be able to use by Sunday night. We're only going to be in there three hours. Don't don't come lollygagging late. You better get there at 1130. Well, we're going to get him in the building. So, you know what I'm saying, he can, uh, you know, share some of that wisdom with the family that won't be able to make it, you know what I'm saying, but they definitely still need those books as well. Right. Oh, last announcement, last, last announcement. This brother done written 13 books. You know what I'm saying? The newest title we're going to be having is going to be first released in New York called Everything You Need to Know Before You Graduate. 
Now, this book is not just for high school students. It's from high school to the real world, high school to college, from college to the real world, from the military to the real world, and from prison to the real world. Now, anybody has anybody that's locked up behind the Iron Curtain and they're getting ready to come home in the next two years, this is a must-have jewel, period, period. We got Board of Education. We got to Keep It Moving. We got Hustle While You Work, The Hustle's Gospel. Titles, we, there's no shortage of titles, okay? So bring your pocketbook. Bring your PayPal debit card and, and get ready to, you know what I'm saying, load your bag up. You know what I'm saying? We want you to support the store, too, and drop more funds in there. But we're going to be giving you practical tools on how to blow your pockets up. <clears throat> get this money, like, financially in, financially free, get rich. Financially free, get rich. There's nothing else. We're too smart out here to be living check to check. Supposed to be able to yeah. jump on the plane and travel to All right, so we want to say something for the family because we're definitely going to have you, you know what I'm saying, a whole tap back to do the thing on KTL Radio. We want to salute you and say thank you, as always, for bringing that powerful meditation. You know, I, I travel, you know what I'm saying, throughout the country as well, and I run into people all the time, and they'd be like, yo, bro, I'd be on that 11-11, man, it changed my life. He's like, but when the coach come on, boy, I tell you, man, when the coach come on, like when the coach come on, boy. Oh man, Granny come out and everything, man. I be having them tuned into that Notre Dame, boy. So you know, you know the family. Nah, you know we you we bring. gonna make that show happen. We gonna get y'all popping. You know we gonna spread the word for the good coach. And um, you know we just gotta build, man, because we got some things we we got some things that we need to do together. You know what I mean? Because uh, it's, it's definitely about these finances at this point. Oh, all entertainers, the movies. <laughs> Hotep already got two movies now. He already got two movies out, so we're bringing the entertainment game too. So all of you aspiring rappers and movie stars and people who want to know how to write books, we got Hustle You Dojo we're going to be introducing. The Hustle You Academy is down in Atlanta on May the 4th. A lot of people came. A lot of people wrote books. Hotel showed us how you charge a thousand dollars an hour for public speaking and to take your take your dreams from thought to publication. You know that's May the fourth down here in the A. So you know, link up with us on April. Come see us down here in Atlanta in May. Peace. Yeah. Peace to the God. Right. Let's go to the lines. Get another caller in the building. Let's go to caller from. Call us from the 718-718-372-718-372. Call us. Call us from 718-718-372-718-372. Call us. Call us from 718-718-372-718-372. Hello? 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 Yeah, I'm calling out of Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to add on, man. I seen the um, the Little Wayne video, man. That's um, that's like Monarch programming one on one, man. 
Oh, that shit crazy, man. Yeah, they had the, you know, they just kept showing the uh, the model with the butterfly on her head. That's one of the model yeah, like, symbols. Yeah, like how how blatant can you be? Like they kept stressing it. She had a stupid big butterfly on her face. Oh right, right, right. And they and they had the sister with the uh, the cage over her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah symbolizing like the devil. She had the devil scene with the horns and all of that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting, it's getting corny now. You know they're using that too much yeah, in the yeah. We already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Doing that. Yeah. Uh, but I was also calling. I just want to add. I just uh, seen some research on the Facebook man. They coming out with this uh, a new pet called Gen Pet. You ever heard of it? G N P E T. Well, yeah. What happened is um, I, I saw that as well, and I posted right. a picture of that, and somebody sent me an article. They were saying it was almost like um, it was almost countering that right. whole. Uh, Information they were saying that that was an art exhibit that uh, these artists did. Let me pull it up real quick and read to uh, you what, what was shown to me because I, I felt the same way when I saw it. I was appalled. Right, right, was right, like, right. Yeah, that's was, that's sick. I was like, what the hell is this? You know, what I, are they? I don't like Moreau, man. They OD, B. That that was that was that was on call for the blood scene. That shit was mm. just crazy. Oh yeah, with the yeah, yeah, yeah little Wayne is he's nuts, and man. My thing, my thing with him. You know what I'm saying? It's just like somebody, you know, my father told me earlier, you know, somebody who constantly gay bashes, you got to watch right. that person. You know oh, what yeah, saying? definitely, 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 definitely. My thing with him is like somebody that constantly overcompensates with about their sexual relationship with women in right. the most vulgarist of ways. Right. You got to watch that kind of person too. Something. Yeah, like why are you so adamant about letting the world know yeah. You're not only, you know what I'm saying, uh, mm. uh, indulging in sexual relationships with women, but, right. like, every single line got to be about that. Anything, anytime somebody yeah. overindulging about something, uh, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. they're trying to overcompensate for something yeah, that obviously is not there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. So, yeah, you know, this, this, this blatant disregard for women, yeah. the fact that he don't even rhyme no more, everything mm. is about, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything is about cutting. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. it's a punchline about something else, it comes back to cutting. It comes back to yeah, cutting. It leads you right into cutting. Right. Like, right. yeah, you was cutting since you was 11. Right, right. Why at this point in your career do you try to dedicate your entire career to explaining a million That's different ways that you cut in the box? Come on, B. Well, he, well you, you know, they, they hold they hold oath. They got to take that oath, man. You know, that that red that red stand for lower nature, man. So they lock down their lower nature. So that's where they go. They feed off of the lower nature. So they promoting that to the populace, man. The younger, you know, the younger ones out here. And, you know, that you know if they're not hip, they're not conscious, they're going to buy into that energy that they're putting out there. That red stands for is a, is a very powerful color. That red. You know what I'm so when he's no. showing up with the red horns, they letting you know straight off he's he's dedicated to his lower nature. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he he's all in. Forget you know about what I'm it. saying? And and that's with the whole Hollywood, the music industry, they all sold out to that lower nature because that's a part of the whole you know the Yiddish uh, Zionist movement, you know, and they and they bought into that movement, and that's what they they get paid to do that. You know what I'm saying? My thing is, yeah, he's made a career out of destroying. Women at this point, yeah. You know I mean, and not only destroying women, but really, uh, you know, just creating a visual in the minds of children 
where sexual intercourse will never be the same for them again. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, no, 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 no. He's like a bisexual, this guy, man. <laughs> No, but what I'm saying is that the instructions, the instructions that he has given young men, young boys, or what have you, yes. on how to pursue the opposite sex, right. you feel me, it's, is yeah, without yeah. any regard or compassion towards femininity because they don't have that no longer. You feel right. me? Because it's, it's something at this point, but a job. So the assignment is, look, destroy the mother. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We already know. We already know who the oath is to, but exactly. the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Is, is 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 the black woman at this point? You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's showing you that in this video. Yeah. Like, you know, your women love you. That's cool, but you got them in a cage. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. That was real subliminal right there. <laughs> that was. Yeah, they got four tongues. Yeah. They snake. Like this is how you observe. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. This is how you observe the 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 the, the other party. That you share your energy and your time, you know what I'm saying, and, right. and everything. I like it. it, it is just sickening at this point, and if people can't see it for what it is, then right. that says a lot about the people as well. You oh, feel oh me? yeah, of course. And oh, this is music. Mm, like he's mm. not even the same artist no more. Like he don't right. even have that magnetism. When you like, damn, Lil Wayne album coming out. Like his shit dropped, yeah. and it was like a pipsqueak. Yeah, exactly. Like he's not even a caliber the same type of artist no more because mm-hmm. he's totally devoid of himself of, you know, whatever that, whatever that, when he, he had a quest at certain points, at one point in his career, to be right. a good artist. Yes, yes. And I think that that shit is just totally gone. You feel me? Oh, oh yeah, definitely. If, if, if he exemplifies with getting so much bread that you no longer know what to do with that bread is, and right. I think that should open the eye to some people to really see, like, look, this is what the game does. You know what I'm right. saying? It's what the game does to the quote-unquote best of them because that's the pantheon that some people put him in. You know what I'm saying? If some people's right. pantheon, he's a hip-hop god. Right, right. Yeah, yes, yes, of course, of course. Uh, yo, on top of that, uh, I'm speaking of red or blue. Oh, speaking of both of them. Oh, both, okay, all right. Um, on top of the, you know, the Little Wayne video we just seen, they're going to have um, – the MTV, the MTV uh, VMA was gonna be in Brooklyn, man, at the Barclays Center. At the Barclays, it's gonna be in what? In August in August? What? Like you know, begin or a midsummer? Oh, that's or like yeah. or end of the summer. So it's gonna be in Brooklyn. So you know that's gonna be a straight passion play, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Let's go yeah, in. Philly, yeah. going in. Yeah, they going in, man. So they said usually in Manhattan or LA, but they said now nah, this time. Um, Marty Markowitz, you know, the borough president said it's going to be in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. So they bringing it home to the grid. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, look out for any, you know, funny stuff. You know what I mean? You already know. They're getting that one ready. You already seen what the Super Bowl had in hand for 2013. <laughs> so, you know, the VMAs. Right, the VMAs you know is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be silly. Yeah, yeah, but... Um, Yo, and they got this new movie. Uh, this one, I like to add on stuff people probably might might not know. You know, you know, if you're a cultist and stuff like that. You know, they got a movie about H.P. Lovecraft, a new funny joint. You know, dropping about his science. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what? What's the name of that? It's called um, it's called what? H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, uh, Lovecraftian adventure. H.P. Lovecraft mythology. It's like a it's like a comedy slash a cult film. 
you get on Amazon for like about you get it like probably like ten dollars. It's real funny, but it's dropping mad hidden you know hidden stuff about H.P. Lovecraft and all that stuff. Uh, so you know, just you know, just you know, you know, putting stuff out there promoting. You know, to, to keep the coat, the coat, the coat energy alive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you know, pop culture get everybody like uh, drowned in that pop culture. That's the fake stuff, man. I miss the real stuff. You know, the Bobby Hammond, you know, era. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring that, bring that energy back. But they got that new movie, and it's uh, it's hit, and uh, and they got the new um Wesley Snipes coming out, the Gala Walkers. Yeah, I uh, I was told about that, and I went and researched it because somebody was under the impression that Wesley was home. And yeah, I, I thought he was locked up. Actually, <laughs> no, he is locked up. He's oh, still locked wow. up. He's scheduled to come home in July, and they shot that movie six. Four to six years ago, so they're well, just um, releasing. They're it. just uh, gonna release it around the time when he comes home, so he can get that check, you know. Oh, okay, okay. And it but kind of Gallo, you seen the yeah. trailer for? Yeah, the Gallo Walkers is interesting. I, I like, right. you know, I like the trailer. It was interesting. Right, yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of remind me of uh, Django a little bit. Yeah, Django and Blade. Like <laughs> that must be the new thing. Like black westerns are popping up everywhere. Right. Erica Badu was coming out in one with the oh, whole wow. cast of uh, Melanated Folk, Idris Elba, and, and uh, all of them. Right. Um, yeah, that's they, they got a Western coming out with Erica. They mm. got the Wesley Snipes, Gala Walkers, and something else is coming out as well. Wow. It has Melanated people in the Western, so that's like the new, you know, right. that's like, you remember how all the movies were like, in the between the twenties and the forties mm. and fifties, where Negroes was like, you know, through going through their civil rights, cleaning yeah, houses yeah. and stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it was yeah. like all the if the movie wasn't straight slavery, it was that like that. Mm-hmm. So the black westerns are like the new, you know, help and like and the all new of uh, trend, the new trend. That's the new trend, I guess. Yeah, that's the, the new trend, and yeah, that and they got yo, they coming out. Yeah, the summer's gonna be crazy though, cause. You know, they see the you see the new Tom Cruise joint coming out, the new Tom Cruise. Oh, uh, with Morgan. Living. Morgan yeah. Freeman, you know, he's playing the guard role again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta so I know, that. I know y'all gonna have a, uh, coming out. The what? I said Oblivion is coming out. Oh, in the yeah, middle Oblivion. Of yeah, yeah, Oblivion. That's the name of Oblivion. Yeah. Yep, yep. That G.I. Joe coming out tomorrow, midnight. Yeah, 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 yeah. G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe. Um, oh, another Earth. I ain't seen another Earth yet. I seen the trailer, but you know, I'm waiting for that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they I'll, got, you know, they got some me. joints on deck. Like I said, KT the Octagree will be back very shortly. So okay. I'm sure that he's gonna be lining up. You know what I'm right. saying? Which ones that he's gonna tackle? Oh um, yeah. why, why? Why he never? Um, uh, KT the Why did he never break down John Carter? He absolutely broke down John Carter. He destroyed he I never, John I never Carter. I never heard that one, man. Nah, he, he dismantled Ooh, John Carter. The chat room is saying no sound. What's that about? Oh, I don't know. I'm saying if... if uh, Check your studio. A few people said it. Yeah, I, I, I see them in the chat, but the studio is... Uh, everything is running as is. You know? Mm-hmm. Ticker, the ticket's still on, you know, hands up in the call queue. We're speaking to the brother. He can hear us. So mm, all yeah. our, I'm going to have to ask them to refresh their computers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
refresh your page. Hmm. <clears throat> no doubt. Well, I thank you, caller. Appreciate oh, that. Indeed. No doubt, man. Yo, red and blue. Y'all, y'all stay yeah. safe, brothers. All right. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate Yo, um, if you and BK, uh, you know they got the event tomorrow with the brother Tahuti and also the one on April 7th with the brother Kair and uh, Hotep with the Hustle University. If you oh. can make it, please okay, yeah, come yeah, out yeah. to I'm, that. I'm going to try to make those, man. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to try to make those. Too. I, I forgot to mention that, family. We have Ajra Kwesi coming back. Remember the last time he came to New York? was right before Sandy hit. Um, mm, right. His, his beautiful wife came to the National Black Theater and did a powerful presentation about Ethiopia wow. in October. So this wow. Sunday, yeah, okay. we were going to have him on the show. Uh, the brother's been traveling and preparing right. for the lecture. So this Sunday at the Enlightenment Center, um, that's 120 Madison Street, Mm. In Bedford Avenue, that's where they had Dr. Delba Blair in November. We right. have Dr. Ajra Kwesi coming to deal with African spirituality, the mm. resurrection of the black Christ. Wow. You know what I'm saying? All of my religious family out there, you know, <laughs> say that we beat up on Christians and we, we're, <laughs> you know, we go hard. I don't I don't think we do, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I think uh-huh. we do I think we show compassion and love for our Christian brethren because I've never heard a program or a platform when mm. we've been able to, or there has, should I say, been a, a, a position presented so partial to Christianity, whereas the communication <laughs> is not one where it's harsh. It may be eye-opening, you know what I'm saying? But... Our attempt is always to build a bridge so they mm. can understand the history of the energy that, you know what I'm saying, they are helping to to vibrate throughout this particular universe in the current paradigm that we're wow. in. So they, they 2013 Christians, right? The question <laughs> is, okay, well, what do you know? You know what I'm saying? Because there's yeah. a lot of information out there that you should know just so you can balance certain things out. Some people are so fixed in their faith, they like, you know, they know what they need to know, and that's cool as well. Right. But at least made the attempt to paint a full picture, a full spectrum. Mm. Mm. Like when the brother, there. yeah, like how the brother Baba New came on the show presenting information about Gnostics, Gnosticism, Agnosticism, you know, so we promote taking this thing oh. to another level. You know, what I'm like, gonna be Ashra gonna be in the building on Easter. On Easter, we promote wow. we promote okay. tapping into the the to the spiritual power aspect of Christianity. If you're gonna do it, there's mm. there's people in Latin America, there's mm. people all over the world that have merged and mm. and, and 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 you know they've have upgraded, quote unquote, the Christianity that they've mm. been given, and they mm. use it to empower themselves. And mm. what we also do on the show is we expose the history of the Roman Catholic Church, which, uh, family, you know what I mean? I don't know who told y'all or, or who may have convinced <laughs> you. You know, we didn't, we, when we speak about the Roman Catholic Church, we have people that we are addressing in a particular manner. Even if, you're, even if you claim Roman Catholicism, 
You may be, you may be a Morisco, you may be a convert. Mm-hmm. We are not necessarily addressing you because you don't have a seat in the Vatican. <laughs> you are not one of those bloodlines that we are addressing. You were not there present when, when you know, you. I don't, I don't, unless people are, they they should identify themselves. I'm not, you You are not part of Queen Isabella and King Ferdinand's <laughs> Christian donation that took, you know, that conquered the Moors and has the blood of billions of our ancestors on their swords. I don't think that that's the family that we're talking to, the Baptist um, and the Pentecostal. Can I say, can I say something, brother? Yes. Um, in regards to the whole, the Roman Catholic Church and all that, um, I'm gonna be realistic with you, man. Uh, I, I did some research on. Uh, I know I, I, I look at. I frequent Third Eye Max, and I, I, I read that article with the brother put down. That was excellent, excellent on how they, you know, the Vaticanos and all that. The God they really worship, the anal God and all that. Um, yeah, that was deep. But the, the research I do um, is is a website called Real History www.com, and there's a brother that puts up a lot of works on like the. Uh, he finds he digs up old uh, classical pictures and photographs of. Uh, Moorish notables, and then you know most of the Holy Roman emperors was Moors. So Moors, yeah. I, I, I came to the conclusion that all the Moors, man, a lot of the, some of the Moors might have been homosexual, man. These blacker Moors that 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 mm-hmm. weren't Islamic, they had a contingent of them amongst them that that went into those occult, you know, darker realms of uh, 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 guilds and orders that might have had to go through those type of rituals. Uh, and they passed it on well, to to the the little moors or the, the Mauricio or the mixed ones, and then the pale ones took that ritual, and then you know, because they didn't get anything out of that that concept came out of their minds. They got everything from the moors, and all moors was an Islamic. Some moors are Gnostics, some moors are Muslims, some moors are Hebrews, some moors were um, mm-hmm. a mixture of a both. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, because and, the moors wasn't particularly Islamic. No, they yeah, like Bobby Hammond said they use it as a party. Like I was saying, it's like I just said that you have people who claim Christianity right. but they're straight, magical, you know, mystical yes. Africans. Yeah, on the outside. Of course. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is this, and this is something that um the brother True Master, you know, is right, a right. legend for. When they he brought forth Right. He's talking about the home the the Holy Roman Catholic Church. Yes, the, the original have, Holy Roman emperors was black people with Moorish, Moorish, uh, Moorish men. I mean, it, so you know these rights have to be passed well, down to those right. Caucasian types through them. You know what I'm saying? So the connection to Bavaria comes into play, and then you mm-hmm. understand the connection to this particular Pope Benedict from Bavaria, mm-hmm. where Benedict the Moor was one of the most famous. Right, Maurice, Saint Maurice, and, the, and all right. the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. so these are people that they revere. These are people that they have set their whole foundation, you know, pretty much edifying in flesh in this particular, you know, right. realm of reality that we live in. These are real people that existed, that did things miraculously when they followed the tenets of Christianity, and that is to, you know, love mm-hmm. thy neighbor, love thy brother and sister as thou would love thyself. So yes. he had a certain level of compassion for the poor that had him do miraculous things. When we are in our mm-hmm. right mind, operating in our right self, we right. are able to do miraculous things regardless of what cloth we wear. Mm-hmm. And that cloth is the robe of religion that I'm talking about. So even if we're Sufi, 
yes. Christian Baptist, you know what I'm saying? Right. Where in church catching the ghost, that's just you know. That's old. That's magic, of, man. That's more magic yeah, that's, right there. That's, that's yeah. That's channeling. You know what I'm saying? And, and reconnecting with the spirit mm-hmm. of that particular mm-hmm. moment. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. So, and remember, all bro, walks, we are always going to be, mm-hmm. you know, walking evidence of miracles in the now because, you know, our carbon is of that particular nature, or as yes, they would term it, that quote unquote melanin, you know, that electron is jumping in and out of dimensions. You know what I'm saying? It's, yes, it's, yes. It's not a solid. So mm-hmm. that connection is always evident. It's always right. available to appear. Mm-hmm. And because it is garbed in a certain robe of religion, then that right. religion gets the credit for making right. that which is always intrinsic, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's just us. It's just what we do. Right. Every I can't even say second because it breaks down to something, uh, you know, way more infinitesimal than that. Yeah, you know, so, I'm, I'm going to say something. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, bro. Um, but, like, but I remember A. Rashi said something. He said, uh, if you think, you know, back in the ancient world, we was all hunky-dory, everybody's peace of love, that's bullshit. Not at all. <laughs> that's not, not at all. a reality. That's not a reality. Not that's at it, all. There's no way we in hell. Not that's not a reality. Like, they, you know, mm-hmm. they, they were recorded. I mean, to cut your wisdom, I'm, I apologize. No, no, go it's been recorded that they were more barbaric and right. savage and lawless in many different civilizations. Yes, you had you had high civilizations that had existed in different time periods and processions of the equinox throughout history. Correct. Mm. You did have that. But one thing that you would always find with these civilizations is that they were constantly being attacked barbaric and savage, you know, uh, tribes and other nations that were opposing them. They were trying yeah, yeah, to, you know, they, they, they didn't live in a, a, a perpetual utopia. They, they were getting turned exactly. up on. Exactly. And people mm-hmm. who were more savage, more warlike, and more mm-hmm. bloodthirsty than those people were able to conquer them because, once again, for the family, everybody who's had their hand in, quote, unquote, war. Right. Anybody who's participated in war, and I don't mean no 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 five minutes over your girlfriend. That's not a war. I'm talking <laughs> about war. Anybody right. who's ever participated in war, you understand that it's about strategy one, and mm. it's also about who could become the most savage on that war on that battlefield. Yes, Those sir. are the people that that could walk away with the victory. Yeah, you're right. The, the one who has yeah. the one who 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 comes into the war with no rules whatsoever. Right, 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 right. Mhm. Like if you when you talk about like the war, like you're talking about right now, like you know you know I also often hear like a lot of Afrocentric scholars. They always talk about Greeks and Romans. Like if they wasn't, if they were like this white civilization, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. In reality, a lot of people don't 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 put two and two together. I keep hearing them. Say the same thing over and over again. The fight between Greece, Rome, and Egypt was a family fight. Even Dr. Henry Clark said this. It wasn't a separate. The barbarians that you call whites didn't come into Europe until around like five the five hundreds, what five eighty six A.D. The Germanic yeah, tribes. Yeah, those people. So now, if they were getting pushed out, they were getting pushed out 
by Asiatic horde called the Huns, and according to uh, Jordanes, they were black. You get what I'm saying? So these are black Asiatics pushing them upon Kushite or Celtic-type black people that was already indigenous to Europe and pushing them further westward towards where you get the ancient Celts and Iberian people, and they were had to, to flee so far out till they got to the British Isles. And that's where the story of, you know, the Silurs and all of them, they living over there in Ireland and Britain and Scotland and all that because they were getting pushed out by black Asiatics that wanted to get rid of the albino tribes, the Turks, the Germanics, and the Slavs, who were giving them hell in Central Asia. Get what I'm saying? The, that's where you get the exactly. Mongols. These are black Mongols. That, that's a history nobody wants to get into. But they exactly. were pushing them out upon us. And and you got to remember, Ramses, when Ramses, when they show you that stele, when Ramses is choking one of the people with, on the, the dreadlocks or something with his hands, yeah. that was yeah. the time when the Egyptians were kicking out a certain uh, disagreeable group of Egyptians, and they had to flee to uh, Europa, you know what I'm saying? And they had to start up what you call a Roman Empire, which is really Etruscan Empire, and you had to the west of them, you had the, um, I mean, the Mycenaean Empire, the Minoans, and then you had the Etruscans, the Tehanians, who started Italy, which was pre-Rome. And then you had the ancient Iberic people, pre-Visigothic Spain, who was the original inhabitants of what they call Spain, who were uh, a Celtic type of people. You know what I'm saying? It's all in that book, The Sufis, by Idris Shah. He drops it all in there. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? And no so the Iberians, and on up until um, Scandinavia, this is a black contingent that an ancient tribe of Europe that nobody wants to get into because they, they they argue about the prototype of the stock that was in Europe at that time. Like, they can't believe it was a black people living in Europe and those regions of Europe at the time. But it was. You get what I'm saying? The Gramontes. The Garamantes, that, that's in Africa. The, the Garamantes. Right, the Garamantes, um, those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would I would encourage the family to begin the host. I mean, I'm looking at this thing called a host. To begin right. to study the Punic Wars, the battles yes. between Hannibal Barker yes. and the Roman Empire, you know what I mean? And, and you know, realize that, you know, some of those people, like the brother saying, mm. it was, they were melanated. This was black-on-black violence family. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they were mercenary tribes. They, they yes. had mercenaries. They had other people who were fighting with them, of course, because, mm. you know, this was a world war. It's three of them. Punic Wars, there were three wars. Mm-hmm. They were considered to be as huge as the world wars that, you know, we're familiar with these days. So, yes. and it goes back to what some of the Moorish scholars, such as Hakeem Bey, spoke about, that there was no Greece. There was no historic Greece the way, classical Greece, the way that they give it to us in school, that that was actually, like you said, Etruscans, those were, were melanated people. Right, right. They were all Kushites. And there yeah. was no, it was no, it, it was no such thing as a European inside Europe until the Germanic invasions. Now, when they came in amongst them, they had to take on certain certain, certain uh, contingents of the Visigothic wives. They took wives amongst them, and they raised them up. The women were raised up first amongst the pale tribes. You get what I'm saying? And they used to kill off the men. The men were getting killed off. You get what I'm saying? They used to kill off the yes, men sir. and take the woman as booty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? with them. And appropriate with them, they created these bastard races. That's where your brunette white people come on. If you see any white person with brunette hair, dark hair, dark eyes, they are a generational bleached version of a moor. Get what I'm saying? The mulattoes. The mulattoes. Those. The mulatto got more. They have a little more melanin than a regular uh, brunette white. But 
that white, you see that brown hair is of the stock of the original Bavarians, Celtic Moors that um, were in Europe, and they had to breed with that albino woman to raise her nation up at that time because if they didn't, like Bobby Hammond said, see, they did with Christianity. Imagine if they didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? So we had to raise them up to give them a certain sort of a civilization. Yes, you know what I'm saying? And yes, the ones who did that, when you ask why, where, where did the script from Russian come from? The Russian uh, Cyrillic script. It came from St. Cyril. If you study St. Cyril, St. Cyril was a Moor. He had to go up there and give him an alphabet and teach him, the, you know, the, the secret, you know, Christian. They gave him a version of Christianity, but it was really Gnosticism and saint worship. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to this day, Cyrillic script is written in the uh, and the, and the alphabet that St. Cyril gave to the Russian people. Because uh, quiet as but kept, they had a black Hitchens of Russians called the Vendish, who were brown brown people that lived there, but they, a lot of them was bleached out. By now they're bleached out. You get what I'm saying? But we all, we lived across that whole region. And when you talk, when you talk about the fight between the Greeks, the Romans, Holy Roman Republic, these are all black people we're talking about. You get, we we got to understand yeah. that. We, 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 turned, we, turned, we turned on each other. You get what I'm saying? No, um, yeah, oh, we, we fell from within. We collapsed on ourselves. What's your name? Uh, oh, Josh, Josh Beldo, Joshua Beldo. Okay, no doubt, brother. I Joshua appreciate Beldo. that information that you've been dropping. Right, uh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Thank you. I'm glad to talk to y'all brothers, man. Yeah, but if you can, like I said, come out and build with us. We're going to be at mm. Nicholas uh, this okay. weekend. I mean, we'll right. be at Nicholas tomorrow, mm. and we will be in... Yeah. Um, Hold on, family. You got thirty seconds to call in three four seven six three seven twenty one thirty five. Please join us in the uh, after hour segment. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll make it there. I'll come see y'all, man. No Indeed. doubt. All right, man. So right, see y'all later, brothers. Peace. Indeed. Peace. Peace. All right. All right, family. You got two seconds. Yeah. Let's go to these. Let's go to caller from 516-516-881. Cosmo Physist, Cosmo Crack. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. Peace to you God. And everybody Hello. listening. Um, you know, y'all refreshing archives here with that conversation, and that brother they just got off really went in for those who don't realize. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> Yeah, people got to understand that, that what we've been taught, and you know, in this day and age, in this uh, Western civilization, is really like the last page of an encyclopedia of history. You know, when they start as far back as we can go, is like the uh, old kingdom, Egypt, and in terms of history, uh, that is that is accepted by Western scholarship. We can't go back further than like six to five or six thousand BC, but there there was uh, a civilization. There's never been a time where there was not civilization on this planet, and we got proof of this. What we see today, and what we call Europe today, and what we call the Middle East, and what is recognized as the North African coast, is not what it was. Uh, 4,000 years ago, I mean, modern archaeology, Western archaeology will acknowledge that. And they're starting yep. to come out. They're starting to come out of their closets 
with the evidence that they found. And in the last 20 years, they have found pyramids and sphinxes five, four to five miles off the North African coast or the, the North Egyptian coast, what we call Egypt today, in deep underwater, five miles out in the Mediterranean, they're finding sphinxes and pyramids. And the uh, Hindu Puranas talk about when the Red Sea in the Indian Ocean was a plush green valley. So when we talk about Europe and Greece and uh, um, the Mycenaeans and, and the Minoans and, and the ancient Turks, the Phrygians and the Etruscans, all of these people were what we would label today as African, yes. period. You know, a, a brother asked me one day, yo, Rob, why don't you, why do you, you know, you do astrology, you let, you're still using Greek terms. I had to let the brother finish his point to, to show him that even the Greeks claim origination that they, their, their original forefathers were black. You know, the Phrygians, P-H-Y-R-I-G-I-A-N or G-E-A-N-S. You know, just Google it, man. Or the original Mediterranean people. And the Mediterranean, as we know it, wasn't even there. It wasn't even in water there at one time. So all of that, Europe and North Africa, was all one place, you know. And the, this was called Kush. From the Iberian Peninsula all the way to Burma. And if you don't know where Burma is, we're talking about as far east in Asia as you can go right under China. Yeah. Everything on the equator was referenced as the land of Kush, you know. And then when you look at the archaeology across the Atlantic, you know, people need to uh, look up this, this documentary. It's on Google, and it might be on YouTube now. It's uh, uh, It's called... The, the Killing of Paradise Planet, where in 1957, one of these uh, oil corporations here in in, 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 in uh, North America, in, in what we call the United States of America, INC period, they were drilling uh, in, the, in, in the Atlantic, you know, hundreds of miles out into the Atlantic, not just five or six miles. You know, they were hundreds of miles out doing core drilling into to the bottom of the Atlantic, coming up with fossils of plants that only grow on land and, and, and near fresh water. So mm. they got scientific evidence now that what we call the Atlantic Ocean at one time was dry land too. So And, and to think that, you know, that that civilization is different, what we find in Mesoamerica is what What the Olmecs and the Mayas had, well, you know, the pyramids in, in South America are mathematically, dimensionally, you know, 13 square acres, the Pyramid of the Sun in, in Mexico, you know, and it's 13 acres in Africa. And then the symbol of the feathered serpent and, and all of that, man, is universal. So there was a time when, 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 when man was of one culture, and we know this because we find the use and implementation of spears and bows and arrows from the North Pole to the South Pole, wherever there is land, you yep. see? And the culture that brought forth these tools that we use for hunting and war also used totem poles. So when we go to Eskimo, I mean, we, yeah, when we go to where the Eskimos are, they had totem poles, and their totem poles had a bird on the top, so many creatures, a man in the middle, and a reptile on the bottom. And then when you go to the bottom of Chile in 
South America, you find the same symbolism. So that, you know, when when you talk about ancient man and you reference the ancient Egyptians, the ancient Egyptians are modern. This is modern history we talk about, 5,000, 6,000 B.C., you right. know? Yeah. And, you know, the, the Punic Wars, the, the Greco-Romans, all of their ancient artifacts, man, all of their gods, Ares, Mars, Jupiter, Poseidon, these are ancient Kushite kings, you know? So when, when you when yep. you when you when you want to remove yourself from the European exploitation and whitewash, remember that most of what they put forth as their history is ours. Anything that they claim is ours. All of it. You know, to go back to Christianity, you know, it was a science to us. It was the science of the soul and the development of your latent ability, mental ability to because just like you you refine uh, uh, you refine your physique, which enables you to do more physically, which will enable you to do more mentally. So, therefore, you develop your mind so you can do more spiritually. You see what I'm saying? And Christianity, what, 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 what we are teaching today is a whitewashed version of the exoteric, E-X-O-T-E-R-I-C, exoteric version of the mysteries Required to be studied, learned, and mastered in order to perfect oneself so that you can start performing spiritual feats or what we would call high human capacity and ability, you know? Right. That's what I was speaking of earlier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, and uh, I'm just giving confirmation, you know, like I said, well, you guys are opening up old archives, you know, and, and I, I got to admit, I've been concentrating on, you know, the coverage, the science of correspondences as opposed to the history. But after you, you get a good understanding of the history, you find that what we reference today as metaphysics was was common knowledge back then. Common? Common, common knowledge. You went to, to, to the university. When you went to the universities in ancient Kush, you studied, you came in the door studying astrology or uh, 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 planetary geometry, and you, you know, and and numerology, and things of this nature, and these sciences are slowly but surely being rediscovered. But they've been labeled mystic. They've been labeled uh, metaphysic when, in all actuality, it was the common curricula. Yes. You know. So, yeah, in order to successfully whitewash history and claim the origination of civilization, they had to out there to do away with the sciences that we had in place to develop ourselves. And being unable, because the, all of the people had a knowledge of it, unable to erase it entirely, they what they, they devilized it, they demonized it. You know? And many and, yeah, and, many of us were taught about the process that they went about doing this, the demonization, the criminalization, the persecution of higher knowledge. Many of us were taught this in school but had no idea what they were teaching us about. And family, that would be the Inquisition, which lasted between 700 and 800 years, and it was a, it was a systematic uh, approach of the um, Roman Catholic Church to do exactly what you just said, brother, to stamp out all of the scholars, all of the teachers, all of the people who were actually carrying, like it would almost be um, a campaign against, you know, all of the lecturers and the people on Facebook that dropping information, like just completely silencing them through fear, torture, 
and all other things, um, you know, dealing with uh, policing of people. So, yeah, the, the Inquisition was was very much responsible for that. Yeah, man. And, you know, the, the Inquisition was when the, when the European kings took up the legacy that the, the, the um, Constantine initiated when he sought to unify his kingdom. There were so many mystical schools, the Gnostics, the, the, the Magi, and, you know, the Zoroastrianism, and, you, you know, the, uh, 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 the ancient Buddhists that had traveled from India and China uh, into uh, the Middle East and Europe, bringing that information. You need to, to actually understand that <laughs> what we have today and label as religion and mysticism and so-called magic was the day-to-day culture of our forefathers. Yes, indeed. Yes, it was. You know, a work that I recommend to for, for any people who, who want to understand how Christianity was Europeanized, they need to read this book written by Gerald Massey called Ancient Egypt, colon, two dots, you know, Light of the World, Volumes the 1 world. and 2. These books show, I'm going to give you one example and try to make it brief, how Atum, which was the, uh, the, the first anthropomorphic form of a deity in ancient Egypt, or in other words, the first human god in Egypt, right? Uh, he had two sons, the older one killed the younger one. And Atum's whole story or m- metaphor is Adam and his two sons, Cain and Abel. Then when we move to the next fresco, to, to the next uh, uh, patriarchal deity, or the, the, the next patriarch in the Bible, but the next deity in, in the frescoes and on the walls in Egypt, we have the ancient Egyptian deity Nu, who calculated the Nile calendar, which, which, which lasted for um, 170 days. The first 40 days of it deal with the Nile flooding, on both sides for 30 cubits, and the last two-thirds of 130 days deal with uh, how the how the flood goes down, how it subsides is the word, and how the Egyptians plant their vine in the, in the Nile. This is the story of Noah, and they say that Noah calculated the Nile calendar and saved his family and his livestock from the flood. Now, if that's not Noah, who, who else could it be? And then on the next fresco, we move to the next fresco. Next fresco, we see the ancient Egyptian deity Shu, otherwise known as Mashu. Mashu went to the to the heights and came back with the law. If that's not Moses, Mashu in Egyptian becomes Moshe or Musa in, in the Semite tongue and then becomes uh, um, Moses in, in Latin and Moses in English. You know, the same thing. The same thing for our fair. When you, when you see... The uh, Osir, Osir society and anything about Osiris, understand that Osiris in Egyptian is Osir. And in the Middle East, right there where Arabia and what is known today as Israel, what we call Palestine or Philistine, right, they, they reference him as Alazar. And when that culture spread into Greece, 
they called it they called him Elazarus. And when that culture spread to Rome, they called him Lazarus, Lazarus. And when it got to the rest of Europe proper, it became Lazarus. So Lazarus is Osiris. It's a black god. And when you look at the old kingdom imagery, he's holding a handful of grapes in his right hand and a handful of wheat in his left. This is the bread and the wine that you hear the Catholic Church so often reference. You see? And the entire Egyptian government, the entire, the entire Egyptian government and a hierarchy and system of priesthood was what you call plagiarized. They bit our style and built the Roman Catholic Church. You see, the Pope is the Pharaoh. And all of the, the the council of bishops and cardinals are the priests and high priests. Priesthood. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and and this hierarchy, everything was taken, man. You see? And and they, and this is the natural order of civilization, by the way. You see, people don't realize that back in the day, when they conquered the people, they didn't seek to wipe out their civilization. They, they assimilated it. They assimilated it, yes. That was the key. So understand that when they assimilated our culture, they, they really weren't, they, they corrupted it through ignorance. They didn't know any better because they were never admitted into the higher mysteries. They didn't realize that the caress or the Christ is, was not a historic individual. And if he was, the Egyptians claimed that he was here 36,000 years before Herodotus even interviewed them, which would be like, you know, uh, damn near 40 to 42,000 years ago from today's date. Yes. You see? So the, 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 the Christianity uh, uh, and every derivative that came out of the Egyptian mysteries, which is every single religion on the planet, from Buddhism, which comes from the recognition of Puta, Buddha becomes Puta, or how they say, Ta, P-T-A-H, the father who had seven helpers, the same as the, the Hebrews turned that into to, uh, um, um, to Eli and the Elohim, to, the, to Eli and the seven Elohim. You see, the same thing they did with the caress when they turned it in Christ, turned it into Christ. The same thing they did with every other major patriarch that you find in the Bible is in ancient Egypt and throughout the interior of Africa itself. Don't forget now that the African history has never really been told. We can read a book by Dr. Dakwa called The Africans Who Wrote the Bible, and he shows how uh, many of these Christian names that we find in the Bible come from the Akan languages and from Hausa and Wolof, you see, which are all African tongues. You understand? And if you, you really got to do your research, man. It's not something that you can just play on ear, you know, take this show and hear it, and because we're giving you the shortest, you know, version of it that can possibly be illustrated. All of this in the books that I just mentioned have been laid out in detail. Just invest in yourself and invest your time into doing the research so you can understand when you say, oh, Christianity is a white man's religion. No, no, it really isn't. It is our science of spiritual development turned in on itself, turned inside out, plagiarizing the, the, the mystical higher meaning of it has been lost through its application as a tool for exploitation of the masses as opposed as uh, as opposed to being a tool for the upliftment of the people.
got to give obligatory bombs to the brother who called before because you definitely was going in, you know what I mean? So you, you, you got to get one too, bro. You know, a, a lot of people are like, you know, what is the significance of understanding its origins, man? You know, and you have to know that the esteem of a people lie in their traditions and their history, you know. Yes, and if, as, a, as an individual person, if you woke up tomorrow without, a, without the memory of every day that you've lived, every day that you can remember, then you are lost. You got amnesia. And having amnesia, you can be pushed and propelled in any direction or only to perform any task. So this is the importance of a history to a nation, as important as your memory is to you. Thank you. you see? Now, and, imagine. And, and in that the pride and self-esteem that propel us to outdo our forefathers. Exactly. That's Now, imagine if our brothers and sisters in the South, where we were talking about earlier, about the potential that they have. Imagine if we were able to empower the brothers and sisters that are in the churches, not only in the South, I'm talking about in many different places where, where we where we're in the multi-millions, but what if we started in the South? What if we started with our brothers and sisters in the quote-unquote Chitlin Circuit and empowered them with the truth of the real Christianity, the real Christos, the real Gnostic, the real story, Imagine what would come out of that. You know what I mean? Because what you just dropped right now was liberating. Like that, that you broke some chains right there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? A liberated so, mind would be the first product. And what is the first product of a liberated mind? A liberated action. You see? Liberated action. And, that, that, yeah, that's and, and, and that's all that we require. Once you realize that you came from a stock of people who instituted this uh, this system of, of, of self-growth and development and, and, and take the mind to implement it yourself, you can no longer be pushed and pulled in any direction. As it is, as it stands now, having no understanding of your origins, there's no true appreciation for what is being presented to you. There's no true appreciation uh, what what is what is being implemented into your daily culture? There's no true appreciation of your own ability, which results in self hate, self ignorance, and non productivity. Do you think mm-hmm. that you can get a nation full of truly consciously aware people? And let me find that people who are aware of their divine potential are conscious. Okay, not conscious because. You threw Christianity out the window. You're not conscious because you refuse to accept that Christopher Columbus discovered. You're conscious because you are aware of a means and a way to evolve yourself to a higher standard of living, thinking, acting, and being. That's what I mean. And this is what our culture was all about. It was never about power, wealth, and, 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 and what, what has reached the world today. That was secondary. What the goal and aim was of, of our ancient forefathers was to become more theistic, to become more deity-like, to become more God-like. That was the highest station. Yes. 
and, and the loss of that, and when people say, oh, man, well, that's just ancient knowledge, and it don't mean nothing, well, the loss of that enabled us to be conquered, enabled our civilization to be relegated to the dust, you see? So understanding that the frame of mind, which, which is the foundation of every single act that is manifest on the face of this earth by any human, by any being of intelligence, that, that when it is refined, it cannot be steered or led astray. And if you are to refine your mind, you must first regain your memory, reclaim your roots, reestablish your legacy, start implementing those things. On You can renew them. You can update them because you are constantly evolving and able to outdo what our forefathers did, you see. And this was when Earth was truly eaten. That's my take. I mean, I don't need to keep going on and on and on and on. <laughs> I just want to inspire a few folks to uh, do the research. No so doubt. Our children, don't, so our children don't grow up as ignorant of our forefathers and their accomplishments as our grandparents did. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? And with with the technology that's out these days, with the programs that are at our fingertips, you know what I mean, and the things that we can do, there's no reason why comic books, web comics, uh, um, they have a they have a free program where you could uh, actually call iBooks through Apple that you could create now the same kind of encyclopedias and books that they had in schools. There's a free app that you can do it now online through your tablet or through your Mac. You could create books now. There's all kind of different programs that as conscious people, people with the, like we are the ones who are resurrecting the, 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 the information that was buried in these shallow graves. We're fulfilling prophecy. So it's, in, it's on us at this point to create literature, we we have to create film. We we even have to put it in our music and our videos. This information is being unearthed right now because the babies deserve it. They need it, and this is this is what's going to empower them and prepare them for the future. You know what I mean? And prepare them to uh to to basically, you know, go sit back on their throne and reclaim what's theirs. Indeed. Word. I Indeed. definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm very appreciative of that information. I'm about to go rewind some of that and go do some research so I can get my things lined up. You know yeah, I mean? well, I'm going to tell you, like uh, my particular focus is cosmophysics. You know, uh, I want you all to, uh, all the listeners on Sunday, to come check us out right here on Blog Talk Radio on the Abundant Network, Cosmophysics Radio at 8 p.m. Every Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Western. You can find it time, find your time zone in between there. And listen, because we're dealing with the true knowledge itself, how to recognize where those latent abilities are, where and at what points in your life, what time periods in your life uh, uh, you will be in a position to reclaim a mastery or a, 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 a grasp on, those, on these latent abilities. So, Give, check us out on Cosmophysics Radio every Sunday and uh, continue to listen to this one because, you know, this this is one of my favorites on Blog Talk, y'all. <laughs> no do, you, do you briefly want to um, build on this full moon real quick just for the family? 
just like hey, a real. Go, let me okay. pull it up and, and 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 let me look at it because uh, it's not just the sign that the moon is in. It's also, you know, the aspects that exist at the time of the full moon. Understand that the full moon is a, a, a culmination time. It is halfway through the cycle. The time to begin a, a, a work or a, an act or a project, as we would say in modern English, right, is during the new moon when, yeah. when the moon and the sun are in the same sign. But the, the full moon is indicative of the vehicle through which the culmination of that cycle will manifest itself to the fullest. Like uh, when you plant the seed in the ground, that's the new moon. When that tree or that plant bears its fruit, that's the full moon. That's when full. it withers okay. and the leaves fall off and it goes back in the winter, that's back into the new moon stage. So when we talk about the full moon, it's like you already halfway through a cycle. But what it should be projecting is... Uh, the energy that is manifest right now is about renewal and, and benefit with regards to self on a spiritual level because we got four planets and the sun, or three planets and the sun in the sign of Aries. These are throwing the long ray into Libra where the moon is reflecting that light. So it is through mutual cooperation and self-empowerment through knowledge and industry, okay, self-exertion, which would be Mars, knowledge, an industry which would be Aranos, the technology that you mentioned, the networking, the alliance making, the, the, the nation establishing, and the empowering of self, which is the sun and Aries, through the use of commerce, possessions, and the sacrifice of, of, of one's appetites. You know, you have to, in order to improve yourself, you have to give up on some things, you know? Now, yeah. The most excellent time to revisit this, to commence a new project with that regard, would be in two weeks. The new moon today in, in Libra shows how cooperative venture, using those tools I just mentioned by the delineation of those planetary placements, will help to assist you in furthering the endeavor of refining self. Understand that the sun in Aries represents the new year, but it's not just a calendar event. Everything in nature on this half of the of the globe north of the equator is re-emerging, is coming out anew, and it is excellent right now, excellent energy for you to focus your mind, your spirit, and your, your fullest intention and, and physique into bringing about a change that will self-empower you to make things better, whatever it is. You had on your mind you want to start From the start of a new business to the launch of, of, of a new project, be it an art project, be it uh, the intention to enlighten the children in your neighborhood, whatever it is, right now for the next, I would say, 24 days is excellent for, for, for clearing the ground and laying the foundation to bring such a thing into, into fruition. After 24 days, when, when the moon comes back around, and, and, and touches the sun, it's going to release a new refreshing uh, uh, energy, surge of energy for you. And, and believe me, this is how agriculturalists worldwide, from Japan all the way around back to the Philippines, they, they plant like this. 
and this is how magic workers do their thing. Speak to some Wiccans, ask them questions, you know, do some research, and you will see the establishment of businesses that occur during new moons reach their peak during the, the uh, 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 during the full moon cycles. Mm. I mean, that's how I can give it up universally. We can individualize it and bring it to a personal level, uh, but you'd have to get a reading to do that. <laughs> yeah, give, give me your math for that one right there. Well, my my number is 516-881-6992. I do uh, birth chart analysis, relationship analysis, life path reading, spiritual development, or, or anything dealing with the refinement itself is indicated by your chart. And I also teach classes on so that you can learn how to do it yourself. You don't have to pay a consultant. You don't have to take the word of my word or anyone else's word. You'll be able to see and validate and verify and bear witness to yourself to what your chart says or what anybody else's chart says, and you can look and see how it is done, looking at the failure and success of folks throughout history and using charts to make this. This is what we do in the Academy of Cosmophysics. My name is Raha Koo. It's R-A-A-K-H-U. You send me a friend request on Facebook and, 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 and hit me on my inbox to let me know that you want to get into the Academy of Cosmophysics, express your intention with that regard, and we'll commence the learning process. No doubt. All right, family, you heard it. You know what I mean? Take advantage of the information that the brother has. It is truly enlightening. And, um, I want to add on. Know. I want to add on real quick before the brother makes his exit. I don't know if he heard me earlier when I spoke about uh, the information I learned this weekend pertaining to my liver and certain things that need to be done to bring it back into alignment in conjunction with this time, the beginning of the spring, which correlates with the liver. You know, what I'm saying it's called. They said according to traditional Chinese medicine. They call spring the season of the liver. So, I that's deep because totally both of y'all, both of you two twins, red and blue, y'all were born with Aries at the ascendant, but you were born in the third decan. So, in the first ten years of your life, you progressed into the sign of Taurus. So, by progression, even though by nature you're still Aries rising, you progressed to Taurus, and the 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 sign that indicates the part of the body for weakness is Sagittarius for the sign, Taurus, and Sagittarius points to the liver and the blood flow. You need as much milk, thistle, and dandelion weed as you can get, Lord, to detox yes. your liver. And it, consequently, the liver and the skin are, are indicated by Jupiter and Sagittarius and is the place or the, uh, uh, the anatomical organ of vulnerability for those that have progressed to Taurus. So to, uh, to keep your liver clean for like the next 25 years is catamount if you want to maintain health. All the working out in the world doesn't help you when your internal organs are poisoned. Mm. Remember, milk, thistle, and dandelion greens. These two are, are put into a, a tea form or a drinkable form or e even edible form, put it in your food like spice, will help you detox your liver. Those are two. Those are just the two that I'm aware of right off top. Indeed. And um, 
What else was it connected to that? Oh, I have to totally walk away from any form of fish, shellfish, you know what I'm saying, in particular salmon. So really? when you were speaking about losing, you know, giving something up or sacrificing or, you know, making some sort of uh, decision, you know what I'm saying, that is life-altering in regards to something that you have to remove from your life, and yeah. Well, in order to, you know, they say you got to give, you got to give to get, and uh, another cliche that 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 is absolutely a manifestation of truth is that you uh, um you lose what you don't use. So and and it, no pain, no gain. So all of that points to that sacrifice, the sacrifice of time, the sacrifice of what you might find pleasurable. All right. To improve your condition is always necessary, you know. Indeed. And and, and this was uh, inducted into the religion, or, 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 or as the sacrifice of animals. You see, because animals are indicative of wealth, and the symbolic sacrifice of the physical sacrifice of, of, of what you hold dear, or what you hold as a, a symbol of wealth or status is necessary in order to make that change. In order to, to move from one place or another geographically, you have to give up the place that you call your home. Yes. It, it's the same physically as it is geographically as it is socially when you want to gain a certain status in a certain circle, like you want to be a doctor. Well, you can't hang out with your, with your, with your football buddies as much as you used to. You must now. Uh, congregate in the circle of doctors. You you know you have to make sacrifices, however painful, in order to make those gains. Right. You know the biggest sac, the first sacrifice you got to make is all that you think you know about yourself already. You know you have to put that on the back burner in order to receive new information with regards to who you and who, who you are and what you are actually capable of, in order to refine those abilities and actually start doing those things that our nature indicates we're supposed to have been doing from the first, from, from the jump. You have mm-hmm. to sacrifice. You have to dedicate yourself to a cause. You have to focus on that ambition, on that goal. And which requires that you peripheralize, that, I mean, that you ignore your peripheral vision, you, that you uh, 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 don't allow yourself to be distracted by things that you find pleasure enjoying for the sake of self-improvement. Right. Indeed. With that being said, Lord, I want to definitely salute you. You know, we're going to take the next caller. And then All right. It. Peace. For the Bank family. All right. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace, Lord. Peace. Peace. Let's go to caller from the 832. Caller from the 832 526. 832 526. Caller. Peace. Peace. Peace to the God. Brother Talisha. Peace. Peace, Peace, red and blue. Uh, Is that blue or red with the uh, liver ailment? Blue. Blue. Okay. Uh I know um 
you know, one good little thing is uh, also too is um Vera Vera um Vera root and rutabar uh, herbs. They're very very good at detoxing liver. Very the very. Vera-Vain. Yeah, the Vervain root, the rutabarb, and uh, a little chicory. Or whatnot, yes, it's very, very beneficial. I use that for my stepdad. You know, he does a lot of, you know, you know, he does his thing. So we gotta keep that liver, liver rolling. But um, I wanted to touch on too that really would make everything come correlate because we have to uh, be holistic and combine all the information we have, and it'll make more sense. I think um, Dr. Richard King. I think also Inkies touched on it. The, um, the Neanderthal, or the Caucasoid, um, the gene is called the ASPC gene. It just developed, what, 6,000 years ago to able to speak. So that let alone, you know, and also correlations, you know, you know, doing a lot of study on the Moors, they used to sell their women for salt. So, you know, a natural recessive behavior is going to be homosexuality. You look into the dynasties in Egypt, you know, it wasn't into the last dynasties whenever we was infiltrated or whatnot with, you know, foreigners or whatnot. You know what I mean? But it's still we have to understand that it was everything was torn down from the inside. From the you inside. Know I mean? There was a decline that happened within, similar to what happens to the body before it gets Absolutely. attacked by foreign hosts. Absolutely. It's never, it's, 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 it's a reflection of the inner when you begin to see these outer issues. So as many of us have found from studying, going back in time, that even with the whole Moorish Empire, it, it floored me when I went back and did the research and saw the level of dysfunctionality and infighting and, you know, Absolutely. I would call it historic niggerism that was taking place all over the Moorish Empire, you know what I'm saying, on, on, on different coasts. And it was right. prime, it was so prime and proper for these Europeans to come in and do what they did. Same thing happened right. in Africa with the Congolese, with the different tribes and whatnot that were warring. The same, you find the same thing happening in, in um, South America when it came oh, yeah. in and toppled um, the Aztec Empire and the Mayan Empire. It was all kind Did of you turn your phone down yeah. a little, bro? I'm sorry. Back on me. Huh? Yeah. It was infiltration and corruption from within. So, you know, as as, as God bodies, we have to apply the macro to the micro, correct? Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. when history becomes that's when history becomes uh rewarding and we have to pay attention to our state of being as a nation now. Like who can't come in and do whatever they want with these walls of Jericho? Like completely destroyed, like you know we did. You know what I'm saying? Like we're we're attempting to rebuild them, and we're fortifying ourselves, you know, as a new nation. But the walls are down. Absolutely, I can I can touch on that brother brother A Rashid that really he really puts out a lot. You know the phonetic the phonetic fingerprints mm-hmm. of the gods is all out there. Whenever you follow the phonetics, even in the ling- the linguistics or the way it sounds. Or whatnot. Once you do the you do the etymology or the etymology on 
the root of where you, where you stand at, you'll find indigenous roots, you know, just like, you know, it's a cushioned connection around here, Louisiana and Texas or whatnot with the, the Cushada. Mm-hmm. They had the casinos or whatnot. And, you know, these is niggas, you know, they act like niggas too, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, but, um, you know, I was it, it, I was at the, I was in the boots. So I felt that energy in um, uh, Texas, and I felt that energy in uh, New Orleans when I visited. It's very powerful. You know what I mean? Well, it, it, I one thing, believe, mm-hmm. one thing I can say, a seed has been planted out there in New Orleans, and it's it's, it's really getting down, going. You know, that's you know those are some really thick indigenous roots out there. They really going through it. Big time, you know, people kind of forget about them because at the end yeah. of the day, you know, Chicago might, might, at the end of the day, might have an extra 200 murders, which I don't wish death of anybody, but you know, that's a city of 11 million. New Orleans is 300,000. They might have a um, hundred murders less or 200 murders less. The yeah. rate is always, is the, the rate is always five to ten times higher. You go in any city. But if you check out the, of course, the classrooms, books, they actually do it on purpose. You know, I know actually people that was in in the school system, and it's going from within in the inside. But brothers are actually starting to teach these brothers on the outside. It's a, you know, there's some uh, roster brothers out there, whatnot. But um, also in Houston, I have to let the family know what's going on out here. I have to shout out to the, um, you know, all of my Moorish brothers out here and black the black uh, the the new Black Panther Party out here or whatnot. And uh, they're actually bringing um, SETI in, in in May. But um, I will yeah. tell you, they have implemented a system out here. I'm not sure if I told you uh, uh, for if any, any police brutality or anybody's in the, in the, in the conscious community or in, in the, the hood, third ward or whatnot. Um, if anybody have any problems, we can call, call these um, – some guys on um, response or whatnot, you know, they got their certifications, you know, to carry their, um, you know, their weapons or whatnot. And um, they actually come and respond to make sure nothing happens to you. So, um, you know, we got response teams and we got architects and stuff on deck. And, um, you know, it was beautiful for you guys to come out here, especially Red came out here. It was actually helping me and me and my brethren monetize or whatnot. You know, so um, I really appreciate that. You know, because wait, um, this is God. Yeah, yeah, it's Brother Talib. <laughs> oh, Brother Talib, come hold on, man. What the hell? Yeah. Wait, stop. wait a minute. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Look to the God. Peace, yeah. God for a little meditation, so I'm just I'm relaxed. You know what I mean? So, you know. No doubt. But, um, For the family, this, this is a good brother right here. This is the stand-up more. You know what I mean? The brother opened up his house, you know what I'm saying, with his family. You know, they, 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 they I'm trying to get them, I'm trying to get them to get this truck, this food truck, because him and his queen, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I know people talk North about popping, popping. Nah, hold on. I know people talk about popping mollies, but I never pop curry cauliflower. Like, oh, shit. Popping collies. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> we were popping collies out there. And, uh, you know, it was it was powerful. And the brother's definitely on his entrepreneurial grind. 
You know what I mean? He has a beautiful family. And um, like I said, we can do what we could do. You know what I mean? We're going to make it happen and turn it up out there. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Yeah, I saw, I saw the study is coming, so that's a good look. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Definitely yeah. a good look. I'll be out there with vending with my stuff. We'll make yes, it happen. Lord. Yes. Um, shout out to the reg, reg, uh, reggae bodega. You know, they mess with Kings County. And, uh, you know. Um, and Kepra Bookstore, too, I heard. Yeah, Brother Kepra. You know, and I got uh, some other boutiques out there. Peace to the sister. I know she's probably listening. I don't don't remember your name, your boutique, but I'll shout you out <laughs> later. But, um, yeah, 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 we're having a good reception out here. You know, we're getting to have some art festivals and some um, some other events that's on, um, that we're working, working up on right now. And, you know what I'm saying? We're looking to get to bring the guys down here. So everything is in motion. Awesome. You know? That's what I'm talking you about. Know, well, Red, you know, Red, you family. Uh, Red, Red, you family. Blue, you family. You know? So, uh, yeah, I got to take that stuff in heaven, though. You know what I'm saying? We got to. Yes, Lord. Oh, it's, a, it's definitely a lane. It's a definitely a lane for it, you know, whatnot. Um, Blue actually went to one of the premier um, vegan restaurants out here. And, uh, you know, you know they can definitely use their seven heaven. And, and so go. Yeah, so go. Yeah, shout out to a, brother AA. A, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. You know, yeah, reaching out to, to the AA down there too. Yeah, to, you know what I'm saying. He, the real niggas be be linked. You know what I'm saying. Be relating with them or whatnot, especially in New Orleans too. You know, and uh, uh, um, you know, um, actually was running it with. Um, actually had a chance to run it with Trinidad, Trinidad James because my people run is in his. Um, you know, is the the manager. Yeah, yeah or whatnot, right. but um. Promotional manager. So, uh, you know, cats are not dumb as we think or whatnot, you know, and people really be on the verge of a lot of different things that people don't know or whatnot. But, um, you know, families are actually, is actually tuned in. The family is actually tuned in. You know, they know about Know the Ledge. And, um, you know, it's definitely connected with a lot of other families, too, or whatnot. Yeah, so, um, my big shout-out to all of the family that's tuning in. Just riding with us, just getting this information and applying it. You know what I mean? You know, real people do real things. So uh, all I got to say is, you know, link up. You know what I mean? Definitely link up. You already know what it is. And yes, well. you know, we, we'll take this thing further. That's love. Yeah. yeah. Peace to all the No doubt. Uh, brother, you already brother, know. Brother, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Shout out to the legends, you know what I mean? We wouldn't be here without them. I, and I have no qualms about saying that. You right. know what I mean? Shout out to Sabi. You know What's what I mean? Up? Shout out to I Phil. Said. Shout out to Bobby, the legend. I Super said. legend. Who, I'm a pill. I'm a pill. Yeah, well, the, the, the Bobby Hemet, who, in my, in my humble opinion, Yes, his line got clipped. Uh, yes, indeed. Yeah, man. You know, shout out to everyone. And like I said, you know, these networks about building these bridges so we can bring this information coast to coast. You know, state to state, everywhere that it needs to be, 
we need to be taking RVs this summer and just take the state. Right. Everyone get a chance to see, you know, the whole consortium set it up like seminars. You know what I mean? This person got a lecture in this room for these many hours, then, you know, this person got a lecture in that room. Everyone supports one another. Right. And it's just, it's just, it's a life tour. It's bringing life, you know what I'm saying, to every corner of the earth, starting with, you know, states, right. starting right here. What, what do you so, think about making something that's more conducive for the youth our environment? There's maybe just some events just for them or whatnot. It makes it very comfortable for the youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, Absolutely. you know, we have to make some cloud-friendly events or whatnot. Is, yeah, for them. Even, even with the youth, even if you do something that's just recreational, like, you know, putting up some hoops and doing something that they can interact with. As I travel more and more, I see that youth are very interactive in regards to playing sports. You know what I mean? Right. And they communicate along the lines of playing these games. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can teach through one of these games. You can use these games as somewhat instructional. You can, right. you know, you, you can emphasize certain uh, foundational principles through explaining these games. Right. There's a language right. that can be communicated because they understand that language through the competition that they experience and just they share, you know what I'm saying, with the the with the cards, the UBOs and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's ways to speak to them and to approach them and we look forward, you know, around the town implementing different ways that we have to connect with, you know, with the family. But uh, I'm 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 not clueless at all that I know that certified means and ways to make some sort of connection with anyone that has an atom in their body, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As you understand and know who you are and what you represent, you know, no parts of you can ignore you once you shine that light. You know what I'm saying? Everyone will be engulfed in everything because, you know, we are one part of all. And once you turn that light on, you know what I mean? It's going to do what it do. My thing is, Let's be willing to see what it do. You know what I'm saying? Let's put that up and not even try to guess the shit. But we only gonna know the effectiveness of it when it actually happens. So we uh you know, we need to get on that particular accord and that mission. And right. the way quickest way to do it is by focusing on and approaching directly the business aspect of things. Right. You no? Know? Implement art, you know. Art as well. Yes. Right. It's all about visuals science. It's all, all about visuals I see right now. You know, they use it against us or whatnot. You know, our women are stuck in, a, you know, in a trance. You know, with the glamour. You know, and men too, because you know, you know, uh, I want to get off on the wall because I gotta get this out. The Jordans are the, you know, the black man, the you know, the black man's weave or whatnot. So I have to put that out. <laughs> they all pop the blue pill, bro. Well, they yeah. wouldn't be. So, right. You know, right. individually, you know, what I'm saying our climb is individual. You know, we all uh, our quest is, is to get over the wall. You know, what I'm saying we all uh, want to get over the wall. But our climb right. is individual. You could throw a rope. You could lend a hand. You know, what I'm saying you mm-hmm. even give a push, but you're not going to carry nobody on your back over that wall. Yeah. 
And people have to understand yeah. that because that's maybe how they tell you that. Maybe you ought to do that. Maybe you ought to Neo. You know what I'm saying? You could pull Trinity with you. <laughs> But that's you. You're right because that's how they tear any anyone you know anybody down. You know they actually attack them from within. They attack them from their family, their loved ones, or the people that's close to them. So you must make sure you know you have your circle and your family all that intact, your discernment and everything else. You know, and people you know that's the main thing. People need to you know judge, you judge people by the fruits of their labor. You know, it's not that it ain't that hard family, you know, discerning with people and uh, vibrations. You know, if you can't get the vibration, look at the fruit, you know. But, uh, yeah, man, I really appreciate y'all. We loving the vibration, you know. You know, it's real Naga radio. You know, we loving it, you know. Peace to the family, peace to the family in the D, in New Orleans, my family in New Orleans, in L.A., my family in New York, Atlanta, peace to all y'all. You know what I'm saying? All y'all listening, y'all, y'all my family. You know Everyone on the mat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Send everybody a shout out. Um, hope everyone can join us for Friday's monumental episode. You know what I'm saying? We definitely are going to keep the gate open, keep things moving. We do want to remind you, like I said, if it's within your means, you know, you might have got them checks back from the IRS, you know, mm-hmm. Make it. Don't need to support that which supports you. Okay, we in the millions right now in regards to you know listens on KTL. We passed the million mark, so it's rolling. You know this thing has definitely been implemented. It's positioned well. We can take off. You feel me? But there's nothing wrong with you contributing to the petrol for that rocket fuel. You know what I'm saying? The rocket is ready. Just put some petrol in the rocket. And we can keep it moving. So blog talk one day change for user facilities. This the this the platform or the launching pad that we're gonna launch off of. You know what I'm saying? Let's pay our maintenance fees and keep it moving. There's one thing for sure, two things for certain. You know what I'm saying? That rocket is definitely, definitely going to heights unseen. All right, KTL radio is the wave of the future. And we don't leave nobody behind. Trust me, because with or without blog talk, Loto Ledge still exists, you know what I'm saying, in our hearts and our minds. But while we do want to keep things consistent with the opportunities and the information that we are able to disseminate on a weekly basis, we got to pay the bills. I am running several businesses myself. This is not, you know, the only thing that I am fixed to. And I don't like the fact that certain aspects customer service and, and just following up, you know, just take a lot of time to prepare and get ready for it. Once people say, you know, you ain't making no money off of blog talk and, you know what I'm saying, you you, you got to pay this or you got to pay that, you know, because it costs bread to operate on this particular platform to get this information out, you know what I'm saying. There's a premium attached. And some people, they count the rewards in terms of dollars and cents, and it's always going to come up short. But when you understand that, you know, the actual payment, you know what I'm saying? First rate the people. Right. It's the people. It's, it's the stories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the appreciation for the 11-11. It's the stories that go along I'm with kinda, it. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, wait, break, break. 
it's the lights going on. You know what I'm saying? It's all of these things. That's the intrinsic value. They will never, ever, ever lose value. And that particular program worth more than its weight in gold. It's priceless. Okay? Right. So I don't want us to treat it in a way in which does not reflect the fact that we understand not only what it has done, what it now is positioned to do, because there's still billions of people who haven't, you know, come into contact with this vibration and this frequency and this broadcast signal. But once they do, then you already know what time it is. So as you see what can be done with the few, then you multiply that and apply it to the magnitude because it's just a replication of a numerical system. It's algorithms. So, you know, you definitely want to keep the post pulsating. KTLmedia.com is where you can make your donations. You feel me? So right here, every Tuesday and Friday, you can tune into your radio station. And we're going to keep bringing you more and more and more hits, more surprises to come up, you know what I'm saying? More moves are being made. More businesses are being put into place. To my customers, I love you. I'm going to get all the packages out this week. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we're not looking back. We're only moving forward, taking off. And salutes, you know, for actually building that, uh, you know, you're building the port. So we extended the bridge into the Houston area, to the port city. Got to do our thing. I've actually had it in my heart and my mind. We always want to touch down in Houston. You feel me? The family has been calling us forth time after time. So the fact that you made that happen for Red, yeah. I salute you. You know what I'm saying? For walking with us on this journey. I give thanks to yourself and introduce the family, you know what I'm saying, to, to life in the bottle. Yeah, my people, Pierre, Barama Bay, give thanks to you, Rock Crew. You know what I'm saying? My people, Manuel, you know, my album, you know, my people, they, they listen to you, you know, they, they they really give thanks, you know, all the family I had, you know, you know, so, um, you know, we about putting it in motion right now, you know, you know, so, you know, it's, it, you know it's, the timing is perfect. So that's all I can say. You know, everybody's doing the more, you know, you know, the switch is clicking in people's heads, so. We just give thanks to you guys for putting putting the information out there or whatnot. And uh hey. yeah, we will link up. You know, you come out here and let me know. You know, you get the big true southern hospitality. You know what I'm saying? You know. Oh absolutely, yeah. Shout out to the South, you know what I'm saying? Never once do I mean to discredit what has been provided and what is always available, an endless source, you know what I'm saying, of love energy. I don't mean by my earlier discourse, by no means to take any light away from that. I'm just saying that as someone who lived through chapter through chapter through chapter, and that's not that's not mm-hmm. um, indicative of all of the chapter of history that's included, you know what I'm saying, in Atlanta history. I'm just speaking of my personal experiences. Oh, yeah. I've noticed that because things have been done minus the rules of hospitality, Hospitality is no longer that readily extended and available as it once was in the right. area, but I've been able to see that 
still in L.A. because you know these people have been hurt before. You see mm-hmm. them. Right. They won't yeah. give up. They won't give right. up. You know what I'm saying? They have a constant constant flow of positive energy. And I would, I would surmise that that's directly reflective of the sunlight in the right. natural environment. There's trees and beauty everywhere out here. You know what I'm saying? And that seamless comes as well. Right. Because you know, this right. sea goes all over the place. Yep, all of all that. So, <laughs> wildlife. <laughs> you know, I was able to find out that New Mexico was once underwater. So the red clay that we see, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's, it was just amazing. It, it's just so hard to explain the level of beauty. Uh, it's very, it's I, very, was in, I was on the Amtrak now is both ways. So I got to travel through the land and that's how I prefer to travel when it comes to, you know, experiencing um coastal what I call like coastal bliss. I've always wanted to take Amtraks across the country and just observe landscapes, you know what I'm saying, and get off the train and talk to people and just see how the people reflect the energy of the land and learn the history of the land and find those people and talk to them. Indeed. Indeed. That's 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 bliss for me. Feel me? Yeah. So you now I got treats. You know, I got seven heaven and go water and plenty of other yeah. things that I could bring to these people. You know, this jewelry that's coming is fine. It's gonna be. Whew. Okay. Yeah, that was me. That was me on Doctor Eileen Bay show with um, Brother Azrael. I was just dropping, just giving them some stories from the mud from uh, my my great great grandfather. You know, which was a. Uh, uh, Attack the pan, um, Chattel, Washita, you know, native of Galveston. So, yeah, I was just giving them some math on that. And uh, the crazy thing is I know brothers that may who did research on what I was saying or whatnot because I was just telling them about a lot of the underground tunnel works that my great-great-grandfather knew that a lot of Europeans was trying to get from my my grandmother that, um, you know, she just made the transition. You know, they actually hypnotized her or whatnot, but, you know, my grandfather made sure he would not tell a lot of those secrets, and he took a lot of those to his death. And I also went in on how uh, somebody actually found the treasure, <laughs> and it's a certain ritual that my grandfather told him that he had to do, and he didn't do it. And, uh, you know, that was, you know, it's, it was, the, yeah, it was the death of him. But it actually made a ghost house. It's, that's actually one of the one of the stories where a ghost house come from. I actually seen it too, so, you know. So you get uh, it, it's really it's, yeah, it gets really real. It's really real down here. Yeah, so yeah. got a lot of crazy stories like that. <laughs> I'm gonna check that episode out. But yeah, what I do want to do is definitely again gotta salute you for you know your participation, your information, your demonstration. You know what I mean. But I um Indeed. yeah, I gotta get back to the uh, business side of things. I gotta finalize getting these audits together. So definitely make sure, make sure you get that liver right. Uh, the Chicory, the rutabarb, and the uh, Veravane root lord. Chicory. Mhm. Um. Yeah. 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 Purify your liver. Yeah. Rutabarb. Yeah. I mean, I I do. You know, I want to say that I'm on my mother's products, and I know and understand that you know, that's oh, yeah. able to uh, you know, back oh, the balance yeah. in regards to that. 
But I definitely pull on. Peace to her. Salute to her. Yes, salute to her. Greenleaf. Again, family, we got a sale going on. Um, 50% off of the Blood Fire. And you can get that by calling our sales rep, Nakiba, at 404-324-6739. All right? So I'm going to implement that as well as take the advice that was given tonight and mix it up. And like I said, you know, be that walking living example because I know if I'm experiencing it, then there's others out there as well. So the aim is to make that connection and filter this information so they can make a conscious decision and do the same for themselves. Then, you know, start working on that as a trend because if we only overstand the amount of alcohol consumption that is being readily promoted and is actually taking place in clubs. Niggas is popping bottles every night. You know what I'm saying? And I know some people that have been drinking since we was 13 or 14 and they in their 40s now. And I don't think a day went by without throwing something back, you know what I'm saying, or popping a bottle or doing something, you know, in that particular area and arena where their water consumption is, is, is somewhat maybe very suspect, if, if nothing at all. That also contributes to mental illness, too. Dehydrating right. the brain. So we 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 got some products coming dealing with mental illness in the brain as well. You know what I'm saying? We got an answer for that. A lot of major, major things on the way. Like I said, this is, you know, a rocket ship, like a time capsule. It's not going into the earth, but it's going into space, and it's just releasing and, you know, impregnating the uh, triple stages of darkness just with, you know, our our light codes. But I feel so like we need to, we need to build because I'm a holistic practitioner also, so we can you know work some things out, you know, work some yeah. things, you know, bringing that out here to the family. Cause, you know, it's you know the red, you know it's the red meat state out here, you know. So, you know, yeah, you can hear people. Co- I don't know. You can hear when they talk. Certain people talk. You can hear their colon backed up when they talk. <laughs> that's that's some math I got. You know, just from you know dealing with people or whatnot. You know, yeah. well you can well you can hear it in a lot of our old singers. Uh, Barry White. You know, you can hear, if you can. You can actually hear a person's calling when you actually listen, you know. But, uh, you know, there's some chapters out of, you know, some Sufi Moorish texts or whatnot. But, uh, but that's, that's a bit, Lord. Good thanks, man. Hey, brother. Absolutely. All right, we salute you, brother. Peace. Peace. Okay, I do see one more hand up in the call queue. I'm going to take caller from the 646-373 before I depart. All right? Caller from the 646. Peace. Caller from the 646. Peace. Okay. I guess not. All right, family. So, you know, as promised, like I said, Friday, we will be back. We have a special broadcast on deck. Please tune in to Friday's Monumental.
presentation, demonstration, all right? And if you find it in your heart, in your time, and in your wallet, go to kingtlmedia.com and please make a donation, all right? Okay, I see one more hand up real quick. Of the 614. Peace. What up, what up, what up? Can you hear me? Yes, indeed, peace. Peace, can you hear me? Yes, indeed, yes, I can, peace. What's up, Pill? This is uh, Brother Chuck Spear Jones. My name is DeMonte, man, from Cleveland. And um, I'm, I'm living in Columbus right now. Want to send you a lot of love and send you, um, okay. you know, blessing and all that and your health and your safety, man, you and your brothers and your moms. For real, man, because uh, I listen to y'all religiously, man. My uh, my homegirls, thank you, booty, hit y'all up and ask y'all about the, uh, the apple cider or the inky show, man. We've been cracking up on that, man. This is so silly. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, too, right? <laughs> but um, hey, man, um, I do the I do the studies as well, and my my arena is the law, man. I just had a court cases uh, earlier this uh, month, actually, uh, yeah, earlier this month. You know, they charged me with um, OMVI, and uh, I took the facts and the evidence to court, and uh, I called for a jury trial, and I, I beat it. You know what I'm saying? got a not guilty because they ain't had the right evidence. So my thing is, man, you know what I'm saying? Because there's one thing to, to listen to y'all, but when y'all say do the work, you know, we trying to tell brothers how the, the diet is going to connect with your mind, understanding this information, <laughs> and they don't want to hear that, man. Everybody, like, I eat this, I do whatever. I'm like, y'all slipping slowly. But um, what I'm trying to do, man, is transfer my wealth of information and put some value on it, man. So Brother Hotep is the kind of brother I need in my life to give me that management. Because I, I, I do my, man, I'm about to go to work right now, man. And it's just a waste of my time, you know what I'm saying, and my energy. Right. And li- listen to y'all, I'd rather sit in the house, listen to y'all for hours, and then be late. <laughs> for real, man. So I'm going I'm to check in. I'm going to be right here, man, when y'all doing it. And um, no doubt. Yo, I just want to send you that love, man, on the way out. I was like, let me hit one more time and say what's up to the pill. So, DeMonte, got love for you, man. That's what's up. Absolutely, brother. You know what I'm saying? We definitely... Appreciate the love and support, and um, geez, salute. Word up, man. Y'all have a good evening, man. I'm going to holler at y'all again. You as well, brother. Peace. All right, peace. Okay. So, family, again, and uh, check out tonight's sponsor, Green Leaf Herbal Solutions. Like I said, there's a 50% off sale going on for the Oxyhemo. The Oxyhemo is the blood purifier. It's the oxidizer of the blood, enriching the blood, okay? And that currently can be obtained for the purchase of $25. You can call our sales rep, Nakiba. Her number is 404-324-6739. That's courtesy of tonight's sponsor, Greenleaf Herbal Solutions, all right, so we could all properly spring into spring. With that, family, we will see you on the next episode. Peace to you and yours. <laughs>